Hey guys, welcome to the Bent Methods podcast. We're here with our two more guests, uh, Dylan Wright and uh, Colton Fasciati. Pretty excited to have these guys on. It's pretty cool. They flew all the way out here just for this podcast. <laughs> Nothing to do with a bike show or anything like that. So pretty cool. Yeah, and this guy's dime too. You know these guys. Yeah, we flew them out. We flew them yeah. out. We're we're balling like that right now. So yeah, send, send us the invoice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're going uh, worldwide, really. We uh, stepped up from, I mean, I don't want to call our last guest like B-grade guest, but this is A-grade. This is A-plus. Yeah. Well, at least one of them. At least, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys can decide which one's which. Yeah, we got downloads in Mexico. We are going worldwide. You see that? What? We actually did get, we got five downloads in Mexico somehow. It's probably oh. like some moto guy that was in Mexico or something. Prestige worldwide. (laughs) They're probably trying to scam us. Maybe. Maybe it was me when I was in Mexico. Maybe I downloaded it five times. You're just so drunk. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Dill is just in Mexico. No. Dominican Republic. Not far from Mexico. Pretty close, though. Well, not really. It's on opposite sides of the continent, but Eh. it's all right. It's fucking warm. It's all the same. It's plus. Yeah. It's in the pluses. How's the water? Water. When I was in Mexico, the water was so nice. I just wanted to be like sitting there all day. Yeah. Don't get me started about the beach we were on. Really? It was rocky. And, oh, that sucks. But the beach was nice. Like the sand was all right. But you go in the water and it was shit. Do you go snorkeling? No, I've been scared of sharks. <laughs> Not happening, dude. I get like I get waist deep. That's it for That's me. That's it for you. That's it for me. Yeah. I throw in the towel. Go fuck it. Go back to the beach. About <laughs> as high as your blood pants. <laughs> those, Jeez, you guys, th- those are your markers. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Pass those. No, I'm done. That's it. Dude, any, any more than that, I'm going to need some floaties. <laughs> this old lady's got some floaties. <laughs> yeah, that's, she, a, that's, that's something we can cut out. I, we, I, no, no, you're good. You're good. We were, going, we were going kayaking, so right, we go. We get these kayaks. We start going out in the water or whatever. And uh, she's like, she's like, oh, you think like my my safety vest or whatever that thing's called? She, like, you think it's all right? And I'm like, you you have your own <laughs> set. Like, you don't even need that thing. You float, you'll be good. You got airbags, good to go. There you go. Oh my lord. <laughs> so are you down there for Christmas or no? Or right down, after? Yeah, right. We flew down on the second. Oh nice. Um, did seven days and then flew back i guess thursday night on the 9th 10th i don't know we landed in montreal and then i flew out here literally you didn't even go home just no i kind of brought some stuff down there to come to the come here with you guys yep yeah and uh big priorities for 2020 (laughs) huge priorities (laughs) and uh yeah put it in a backpack and it was about i only had about like five hours at uh montreal just take a nap no no, chick took a nap. I watched our luggage. Yeah, watched watched my fucking Texas Mickey that I had in my bag. That I brought back. <laughs> 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 Cheap rum, bro. Cheap rum. Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we got Texas Mickey. It was like sixty bucks. Dang. Yeah, that's pretty good. Smuggling yeah. contraband. Yeah, but it's for the wedding, bro. <laughs> I, I ain't down on that shit during the week. <laughs> no, <laughs> just every day. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Colt? What went on for Christmas? 
just the kids crazy kids yeah dad stuff dad stuff crazy crazy kids not much really sorry i can't relate fucking birth control i'll send them over for a couple weeks be good uh, send them to him me why why to me you gotta practice you're well on the way yeah there you go well a couple couple years away for sure at least oh hey i'll send i'll send them over for a couple weeks and you'll You'll change that to at least yeah. like five years. <laughs> yeah, five years. Especially my kids. Yeah. They, yeah. Hellions. They take yeah. after their dad. Mom. Dad. They don't Hard. listen. Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> so what you got, how many kids you got? Two or th- two, two or kids. Three? Yeah. Two kids? Yeah. Both boys or? Keegan's five and my daughter is three. Cool. Yeah. Dang. Technically three if you count me. Yeah. <laughs> three, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm trying to get rid of you. Yeah. Nobody wants to take you. you I know. Adopt that one. Yeah. No one Leave wants it. to adopt that. Leave this one on the doorstep somewhere. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Who do you think's going to have the kids first? This guy or that guy? Ooh, this guy. I think this guy. For sure, D-Dub. Really? Yeah. Seems like he's ready to go. Uh, no comment, bro. Really? You are ready to go? Is that what that no. means? No, but the wife's ready to go. Oh, really? Oh, wow. How old is how old is your fiance? Twenty-four. Prime age. That's when <laughs> and, the, that's when the loins are right. <laughs> she's French. So you Keep live it. in you live in Quebec too, hey? Yeah, Montreal. So, well, Drummondville area. Oh yeah, yeah, Montreal. yeah. By, I'm uh, like between Quebec, kind of by Alverton. Yeah, yeah, Drummondville. Yeah, like yeah, pretty close. Yeah. So yeah. I thought like the French way was to like not get married have kids not get married yeah what's the deal with that well the marriage postpones the kids a year right because then you can't have kids you gotta get ready for the marriage you know she doesn't want to have like big belly the marriage so just postpones it at least a year yeah Yeah, but i'm saying you could could at least save some money with the the wedding just skip the wedding skip the wedding you don't need that no yeah yeah i thought that was the french way too it's like they don't get married i thought that was yeah well the the guy who has to ask the girl happens to be English. No, you are not English. <laughs> <laughs> you're f- look what you're drinking right now. Sparkling water. You're full on French. Topo Chico. Where's your poutine? Ah, uh, dude, poutine would be good though. We could get you some. <laughs> it's tra- kind of training season though. So, well, now, not last week, but no, uh, last week. No, you've been training since you've been in Calgary. Yeah, we went to the gym this morning. Oh, really? That or not? You guys could have just came here. Yeah, hammered one out. Would have been early. Yeah, yeah. We were in the gym this morning. We did. Sweet. We did an hour and a bit. We're getting swole. Yeah, we're fucking jack. Colts, yeah. Colts just doing arm curls now. They doesn't have to race. You don't got big enough weights here for us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting jacked. Col- Colts next thing's bodybuilding. He didn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. You know they where the dudes wear those like man thongs. Yeah. I could totally he, picture him doing that. He's gonna be all spray yeah. tanned up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No comment. I can see it. <laughs> I, can, I can see it, dude. I'd do it. That that dude. doesn't surprise me. Yeah, there was there was good silence there. That was good. No, I'm <laughs> just saying, I'd try it. What for like a month? How would you? No, showing off, showing off all my goods. You know what goods? They're coming. Oh Don't yeah. Don't worry, they're coming. Okay. They're hitting the gym this morning. I was too. So was I. You're on the performance program still. No, that's that's oh. long gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Are you on the performance program? Nope, 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 nope. Are you on the performance program? 
Oh, retired program. How many championships do you guys got? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I have a Alberta championship. Ooh. Super mini. That counts for anything. Okay, Mathis. Just, uh, yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four-time Manitoba champ. It's not a Manitoba championship. No, it's not the yeah. same. I feel like it's better. Better. Like Alberta. <laughs> yeah. How many riders are in Manitoba? <laughs> People forget that Manitoba is even a province. Yeah. We got Ryan Miller. Does he still ride? Yeah. On occasion. He's got kids. I don't even know yeah, he had there. kids young. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he had kids when he was like nineteen. Good for him. Sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so should we get the bullshit out of the way and start talking some brass tacks or what? All right. Sure. Start. How much money did you make this year? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough that I don't have to work. <laughs> so what? What is your? What are you doing now? What is your role with uh, the team? Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm going to be back at the races uh, for the team, dealing with these kids. This guy. Unfortunately. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's good for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, doing that. And I uh, got a couple other exciting, exciting things I'm working on with the with Gopher and that kind of stuff that will be announcing pretty soon. Sweet. Yeah. Do you miss it? Uh, Has it sunk in yet? No, no, I don't miss it at all. I've ridden once since uh, Walton, and it was an absolute disaster. <laughs> so I did like a few laps, came in or whatever. I was helping these guys do some, some testing on the new bikes uh, with Dylan being on the 450. And uh, just did a few laps, came in, made a little adjustment, went into the first corner, tucked the front end, freaking scuffed my arm all up was bleeding bike flipped up right upside down so i'm like oh shit i gotta flip it back over flipped it back over right away there's oil coming out of it everywhere blew <laughs> off the overflow line i was like yeah i couldn't have lost much oil we'll just put the line back on all good he gets on the bike rides a little while and he's like man this thing ain't running very good I'm like no it's fine it's 450 there's nothing that can happen to it i hop on it. i'm like "Ooh, yeah i think there's something wrong sure enough justin pulls it apart cylinder was cracked in half because it being upside down at like vapor locked or whatever yeah. so that was my one time that i've ridden since and yeah so i need to just stay off the bike for a little bit longer <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah yeah so Damn it uh so it must be kind of strange like this is probably the first uh like off season january is usually like when we're trying to get our like all of our plans in order for like spring training and stuff so this is like the first year in a long time that you kind of don't have that you're not really planning for anything is that kind of strange um not really i mean this time of the year it's kind of mellow for me like i usually don't go down until like february i mean obviously with the rain crosses and stuff starting i would go down a little bit earlier but um yeah it's i, I like this time of the year because it's kind of relaxing so it kind of still feels the same yeah i'm sure once you know the race is starting coming up and i see these guys ride and see other competitors on the track i'll be like I could beat that guy. Like, why aren't I out there? But I think I think I've I'm kind of at peace with retiring. Like, I knew last year, even just at the first round at Calgary, I was like, oh, I don't know if I should retire. Like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. And then after the first moto, I was like, man, that was like 
just grueling like i hate this like the, the there is good highs to it but the work that you put in and the work that you do at the races and it's just so much effort and just having my body feel the way that it did that day i was like man like i know it's i know it's time to retire let's finish off this year on a good note and and be done so yeah and you've done it for quite a few years so it's not and you've <laughs> accomplished a lot so it's not like you're you feel like you're leaving anything on the table or anything like that yeah and i mean the tough part is i, I still am young like there's a lot of guys that are 34 33 even 35 that are still riding you know look at brayton those guys they're still going hard at it and you know i'm only 31 but i think just for me and and you know the career that i started um so young at you know started riding when i was four and pro when i was 14 it, it's a long career and i mean my first championship to my last championship was i think 10 years so i've, I've accomplished a lot and pretty much everything that i wanted yeah. to so i mean i'm pretty happy with it yeah did sure. you ever have like other points throughout your career where you felt like like that might have been it this is time to retire uh i actually wanted to uh last season so it would have been after the 2018 season yeah um but i didn't really have a plan on retiring like what i was going to do next like i know I, I knew i could work for the team and stuff like that but i didn't really have anything else set up and i was like oh, i don't know and like i don't have anything set up and i think that's why a lot of riders have a tough time retiring because they just don't know what they're going to do with their yeah. time and i mean I, I guess it's different for like a guy like maybe Villpoto or dungy and stuff where you know they're retired with millions and millions of dollars and i mean maybe that's easier maybe it's not I, I don't know but i feel like for me um being in i made good money but still still have to work after moto right so um didn't know what i wanted to do and i was like man i might as well just give it one last shot and and you know i i feel like i Either way I went, you know, I couldn't go wrong. So I just decided to go another year. Yeah. Was there a point where you were like, no, I gotta, like, I gotta come back. Like where it's like a, like a switch flipped and you were just like, no, I got, I got to do one more year or just that. That's kind of what it was. It was. No, I was, I was kind of on the fence the whole time. Like after that whole coal incident and all that garbage that happened, I was just like, I don't know, you know, I, I want to retire, but I also don't know what I'm doing. So I think if I would have had a plan on what I was doing, I probably would have retired that year. Um, and just because I didn't know, I, I just decided to go for another year. Shoot. Well, I'm disappointed <laughs> you did. <laughs> Took an extra position away from me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'd like to apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah solid, solid all right ball. we'll wrap it up <laughs> yeah thanks for coming Dylan show, show's over boys <laughs> yeah. uh, well I'm happy you came back for another year dude thanks bud help me out led this guy to a championship yep <laughs> or three or whatever three Is it, you count three like arena cross outdoors I triple count, crown I count one what the outdoor yeah yeah that's like the main one the other ones are yeah i i don't the arena cross maybe i guess i don't know maybe the triple crown one who won so all three of them but like not really Rensland. Be, yeah Rensland. oh right right right. Yeah. no i i don't know 
outdoor one. I only count one. One this year. That's one championship. Yeah. Like, so that's the one that everyone's pick, concerned take about. Take the triple crown or the outdoor, which, I mean, if you win the outdoor, you're, you have a, if you, you race have a large the other margin, ones, you're yeah. probably going to do all right in yeah. the triple crown. It's kind of how I see it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, good. that's all everybody focuses on. Outdoors. Like said, outdoors. We can't ride here in the winter. Yeah, exactly. Well, that and we don't have places to really practice for the indoor stuff. Yeah, and I mean, you can't. Gophers got one. There's one in Ontario, but I mean, dude, there's like there's nowhere to actually train properly for it. Woof! Woof! God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> you go ahead, yeah. Tame that beast. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one in Tilsonburg still going? No. No, she's done. They just turn it into storage. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Dang, that's a bummer. It was pretty expensive uh, like to go there and ride, wasn't it? I went there the one day. Like, I was like, I don't know. It was, I was, it was before I was going down to Georgia, and I didn't really want to ride, but I wanted to break in my bike before I went down there. And he's yeah. like, yeah, that'll be 70 bucks or something. Holy like, shit. What? what? I packed up and just left. No <laughs> <Okay>. way. <laughs> that's crazy. Jeez. Cheap guy. Yeah, I know. Who's running it? <laughs> huh? Who's running it? No, no, like who was running it? Oh. Just the, the dealership. The guy. dealership. Hmm. Oh, really? Which, yeah, I get. Like, it costs me a lot to yeah. run the place yeah. and stuff. Like, heat it and shit. Yeah. That's a lot of money <laughs> just to like go burn laps on a four lane track. Well, half the time it was like frozen too, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no heat in there. Like, not enough, probably. No. Dang. Yeah. So like going to you went to Geneva this year. You had some really fast lap times. So yeah, just like it's probably not a good set of whoops for you to practice though, right? No. So, I mean GPF was all right, but it's so been you a went while. you went down there before you went to Geneva. No. no. So, so there no. you go. No, I stayed here. We we're like debating going down, and then I don't know. What did just, I tell you to do? Yeah. What did I tell you to do? Yeah, we didn't end up going. Yeah. See, this was what I was Long saying about shit. early. My kid doesn't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we didn't go. Have. We didn't go south. It didn't end up kind of working out. And uh, yeah, whoops, hurt me. Yeah, yeah you you hit like, how many times? Did you hit the deck in there like four times. Dude, probably more. I was I was checking Instagram <laughs> to see how, I was checking Instagram to see how you're doing, and every time I was like, oh, right down in the whoops again, right down in the whoops yeah. again, like shit. Yeah, I mean, when I got through them, it was okay. Yeah, I seen some of your crashes. It looked like yeah, I still I still have a minor <clears throat> lump on my back. Oh from, yeah, I oh. seen that. That was intense. Yeah, that yeah. was gnarly, man. It's it's still kind of there a little bit. <laughs> Were you pissing blood? Because I did that one no. time. I was pissing blood for like a no, week. No, but like after the race, we went to like ate dinner. Went to the after party. Had a couple, not that many drinks. A couple wasn't there that long, dude. And I was like, I'm going to pass out here. Like, and then I had to slowly walk back to the hotel and take a break every 10 seconds. Cause like, it was not good. Yeah. No way. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't know what it was, but yeah, no, not good. And, uh, yeah, still have a minor lump on my back, but we're getting there every day. It gets a little smaller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But impre it's impressive. Like you're, you were fastest both nights in qualifying, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I wasn't scared of the whoops. I feel like that was probably half my issue. Yeah. Because I'm not exactly super experienced with whoops. Yeah. And well, our suspension was a little soft. 
because we have our Canadian setup. I didn't have like a setup for big whoops really. Yeah. Um, so that kind of hurt me a bit, but I mean, I'm not going to put blame on it. I just need to practice whoops more, you know, and get down south and hit big sets and bigger sets than we than we normally ride here realistically. Yeah. And um, But I mean, at least I'm not scared because... I still went back and hit them and ate shit again. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the commitment wasn't the issue. We'll give you that. Yeah, I just I ran out of skill about three quarters of the way through. That was my issue. Ran out. Of I time. give you credit. Ran yeah, out of no time. doubt. Yeah, I saw the video. You're a full commitment going into <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. The first one. The first one was good. The first one was. The first one was gnarly. <laughs> yeah, I, I see the video of it. It was about fourth lap of practice too, because I came over and like they're the biggest longest set of whoops i've ever hit yeah and i came home we walked the track and i'm like i'm like oh boy i'm just gonna have to go for it like just <laughs> like I, I had no other choice i was like i'm either gonna hit them or i'm gonna roll them all weekend so came over rolled them for the first lap came around the second lap shifted to fourth and i was like all right here we go made it through good three times and then fourth time missed one with the front wheel and dropped into about the third last one and endoed into the burn bike bounced over onto the concrete kind of sat on the ground and thought to myself like wow you're a fucking idiot like that hurt you know and then you get back up and i'm like oh the bike seems all right it's a rental bike from honda of swiss i'm like all right bikes bikes in one piece at least so kind of went back did a couple slow laps and i was like well it's only one way i'm gonna get these things right is to keep practicing so came through hit them good for the next two practices though just slowed her down a little bit yeah yeah slowed it down and actually was going faster through them probably yeah yeah nice so with that being said like are you is there any admiration to go to the states and try doing supercross at some point yeah i mean i feel like at some point you'll see me go do maybe one or two to do a full coast oh yeah i don't think so not right now anyway especially with moving up to the big bike like this winter i feel like it's not realistic just gotta get down and get lots of timing on the bike and not really have to worry about prepping for a race just kind of go down and just kind of keep riding putting laps in getting good seat time indoors and outdoors because we got to get ready for the arena cross stuff so yeah. i mean i'll be doing some indoor riding but probably probably won't race but maybe next year you know get comfortable get a good supercross suspension set up and everything and then and then maybe go down and see what we can do um but yeah probably not this year but in the future for sure i'd like to i mean with colt and stuff he can he's kind of there to like watch us ride and give us some tips and stuff too he's done a few supercrosses down there so he knows a little bit more yeah. about kind of that stuff than than i would so um yeah down the road i feel like we'll we'll do a few close ones like cool ones daytona atlanta yeah you know kind of like the bigger ones and you know just kind of get our feet wet a little bit cool yeah yeah should be good yeah think you'll keep aspiring to race the overseas stuff yeah i'd love to i had a good time like even though my results were shit and i hit the ground a lot um it was still like super <laughs> good ex- <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> it was still like really good experience you know just just experiencing going over there you know flying overseas and like not really knowing what to expect yeah um and kind of doing that was was good and um i mean the euro fans are <clears throat> pretty gnarly yeah so, i mean it was it's kind of awesome i mean eric's super good too with kind of getting us over there and the accommodations and everything cool. like everything's already all set up we just all we literally have to do is get the get on the track and ride like everything else is done work on the bike a little bit because derek was over there with me and he's not exactly a mechanic <laughs> 
so I do a little bit of bike work. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of bike work. A little bit, a lot. But I made a lot of work for him. I he worked on the bike a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, no, it was good to just kind of get my feet wet doing that. And realistically, it was my first actual supercross type race, I yeah. guess. Like other than the Canadian stuff. If you count that. Like Montreal, I guess, is pretty legit. Yeah. Um and then the other stuff's kind of like glorified arena cross. Yeah. Arena cross best of loop. But um it was kind of good to like get my feet wet and then i also had like cool guys to kind of hang out with with mookie and those guys yeah and, you know just kind of hang out with those guys make some connections and stuff and uh yeah no it was good um just wish i kind of would have been able to put better results in but you know it's all part of the learning curve and just take the take the positives and the negatives and you know kind of work on it from there and just keep uh, chugging along and I think it'll be good even taking some of the stuff i learned there into the 450 class for up here with indoor stuff with racing a few guys that are maybe a little bit more experienced with indoor stuff like Cole and, and Phil and stuff, just kind of being able to have that to kind of work on this winter. I know what I need to work on. I think that'll almost help me heading into like the arena grass stuff in the spring. So yeah, for sure. I think it's good to put yourself in like uncomfortable situations where you're not totally familiar with everything. That's kind of how you, you learn lots of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like when we went over there, that was the first time I ever started on a great start. Yeah. So that was interesting too. And I had a stock bike and then all the other guys had like mod bikes. So that was your first time. Yeah. I did like two at GPF with you before Daytona. What about Ironman? They didn't have it outdoors. No, they don't have no, it outdoors. No, not no, outdoors. Not no, yet. No, no. It was not ever. Dirt, dirt, yep. start. dirt, dirt. Start. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, and it's not the same great as it is like supercross here. Really? Either. It's like really? a square type great, but yeah, no, it was good. It was, really. I mean, it was good experience all around, really. Like, just the vibe and stuff's cool there with, like, the light show. And, well, the lights <laughs> on the start gate were a little much the first night. Yeah. Just sitting on there, and they got a strobe light just going on the gate. Just fucking going off. And you're trying to watch the gate go down, and fucking eyes are just, like, trying to adjust the light that's going on and off. You feel like you're in a fucking club watching the gate. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, my start was shit. Like, trying to look at the gate. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's down now. Let it go. But, I mean, I feel like that's kind of been the story of my life anyways. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I always, like, wondered the, super, the guys that race Supercross, like, when they're, the, the announcer's just screaming as the gate's about to drop and, like, the lights are going off. And yeah. I imagine that's got to be quite distracting. Yeah, I mean, Cole could probably test it a little bit more, but just me from racing that one, you don't, you don't really hear the announcer or anything because the bikes are pretty loud yeah. and you're so focused. But the light it was intense yeah. like the they didn't do it the second night because everybody complained that we couldn't see the gate because oh, it was really? so gnarly yeah yeah it was bad <laughs> that's funny yeah but uh yeah dude it's like flashing lights and just buddy yelling super cross super cross super cross <laughs> that's how the lights come down yeah it's just like <laughs> big old <laughs> light show. just like that <laughs> <laughs> skiing <laughs> but yeah but no all around it was good experience you know i would I learned a lot. Yeah, and, it's good. Uh, I need some stiffer suspension. At the end stuff. of the day, I'm sure you'll get invited back because you put on a great show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked it. Eric told me he's like, you don't even need to ride the last main event. He's like, you've you've put on good enough of a show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was full gong show LCQ too. I'm on the gate. Put my whole shot device on. Diggy's not the most experienced guy at doing the whole shot device either, dude. He flips the button. The button snaps off. No so way. I'm stuck doing this great, great start. No fucking whole shot device. I'm like balls on the bars, basically. 
trying to get a decent start from the last gate on the outside. And then, yeah, wheelie. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going straight to the inside. Just let everybody go and then just went inside. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was gnarly. Good times. Shoot. That's Good funny. times. Just a gong show overseas, but, you know, it's fun. Nice. Good on you, man. What, uh, that's kind of wild that, like, so Montreal's not coming back. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. No, they said they're not coming back. Yeah, yeah, Montreal, sir. I was yeah. not, but like, or why? Know. Yeah, with why talking to Eric, like with talking to Eric, uh, like Eric Bernard, you know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't talk to Eric too much about it. I know that a few of their events um, that they're not having next year, like they're, I think Montreal, and then one more over in Europe, they're not having. Um, but he's also like, like Hawaii's new, so he's like just changing stuff around. I, and I think Montreal was like a, I think he was supposed to do like a three-year trial um, with Montreal to see if they could get the fan base back. And I honestly just don't think it worked. Like, I just think it costed him his cost to do the the event, pay all the staff. I think it was just too high for the amount of people that they were getting in. And Montreal, like living close to Montreal, like I did quite a bit of press with them. So like they were pretty on it with like advertisement and stuff in the city and like with stuff on TV and radio stations. Um, and I don't know, it's just, it's weird that the, in such a short span, like a, I don't know how long they didn't have it, five, seven years, Colt, something like that. Yeah. That they can't fill the building because before they, it, the friggin' building was filled, the mm-hmm. whole thing. And that now it's like the half building and they can't even fill half of it. It's just like people forgot about it. And yeah. I don't know, it's just, it's, it's a tough one. It's, Tell JSR to suit up. There'll be fans lined yeah. up behind those doors. Yeah, but they <laughs> it's weird because they kind of did advertise a few like the big guys like JSR, Carl Van Court, and a few of the guys that were going to do a Legends race. Yeah, didn't end up really being a race. It was kind of like a hot lap. But yeah, and uh, I mean a few of the Quebec people were obviously stoked and went for that. But I mean I don't know. It's just it's a tough. It's a, I guess it's a tough sell right now. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the shame. maybe the tickets are too expensive. Like I remember when we were going, they weren't super expensive, but it's tough, man. People people don't have four hundred dollars to blow for a family to go watch yeah. a race. Sometimes, I mean, it kind of it's the way she goes. I guess I don't know. It's tough because I wish we could fill every building we go to because it'd be mm-hmm. great for the sport. But yeah, shit happens. I guess just part of the economy and like inflation still going up, even though economy's in the shitter. So that's it. It's kind of tough. That's it. And I mean unfortunately are you gonna go or a family gonna bring someone to watch a flames game here in calgary or go watch the arena cross like last yeah. year here yeah. at uh close to the saddle dome there i mean people are going to the the party across the street that's free in the parking lot rather than coming to watch the arena cross race on yeah. the other side of the street which is probably more entertaining yeah in the short term but i mean it kind of it is what it is yeah we need to I don't know. I don't know what the the key is. We need to get it out there more, I guess, and get more people like involved in the sport and kind of just get it rolling. But it's a it's tough, and the promoters don't have an easy job. Yeah, no doubt. Sure. Yeah, and um, oh yeah, we were talking about this in the last like couple podcasts. We talked about like how like Can I the touch sport. On Montreal again. Yeah, go ahead. I feel like we just need strippers, strippers. and they would fill the place. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta get people like i feel like if you get people to the race they'll realize how entertaining it is like yeah. we were talking in the last couple podcasts about like i think the sport is so amazing and it's like so entertaining how people aren't like grabbing onto it it's 
there's so many different variables and like you just got to get people to the race and i don't understand why people don't like latch on to it more i think yeah. it's like maybe a little one-dimensional with just the racing i don't know like maybe it make strippers. It, yeah Did but is nascar any more than one-dimensional yeah but i don't know they kind of re- like that's kind of what we were talking about is like they relate to it more you know i guess as somebody hops in their car and they get in the zone and they feel like they're they can visualize driving an NASCAR. I, I don't know. Whereas moto, it's a little tougher. But I can do that, and the cop just pulls me over and writes me a <laughs> massive ticket. <laughs> exactly. But I, I don't know. It's like I think having, if they can turn it into a more of an event or. Did something. they do the dune buggies this year? They did like the, the cars. They did the cars. They, yeah, dune buggy cars, but they didn't really let them jump anything. I feel like yeah, that was pretty lame. Yeah, and they broke a gate, so there was like forty-five minute delay because the gate was snapped off from a car that ran yeah, over that's it. Not good. Kind of ruined the show, but I mean, I feel like Colt might even be able to touch on it more because he's was it in it when it was like super big and raced it when it wasn't. Like I, I don't know, I don't know what's changed. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> My brain don't work that good. <laughs> well, it's hard to pay. It's hard to pay attention to all that stuff when you're racing, too. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it don't matter if there's five people in the building or five hundred thousand. I mean, you still want to win. Yeah, your 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 focus is on the race, right. not who's in the stands. One hundred percent. But what do you mean, Honda? Honda shipped you guys in here to grow the sport. That's your job, man. Come on. Yeah, I'm trying our best here, dude. <laughs> I mean, got two half decent looking guys. I think. Oh wow. You know, I mean, at least one, <laughs> one, one half decent looking guy. I, I don't know. I don't know what it takes. Strippers, strippers. You're definitely caught up on the stripper idea, dude. Montreal. It would Fuck. work in Montreal. It would work. Know, in I don't know about any other province, but it would work in Montreal. Montreal in sure. Europe. Yeah. Rockstar chicks, no tops, fill the fucking building. Yeah, actually, listen, you're on. You're onto something there. Montreal and Europe. Guaranteed. I'd show up. <laughs> Maybe not for the racing, but I'd show up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe the beer was too expensive at Montreal. Who knows? Frenchies. Jeez. Free poutine night. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Get a free poutine with free the purchase poutine. of a ticket. I don't know. And a stripper on the side, and out of price. <laughs> lap dances in the stands. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know. Wish I did. I'd be a fucking millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. I raised dirt bikes. Not that smart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can always be an event promoter after racing and get the strippers out there. And I'm bringing Montreal back. Thirty-three years old. Bringing Montreal back. Quads, and side by sides, and strippers. Trice, trikes, the three wheeled quads. Trikes would be entertaining. I think they banned them. I think they're outlawed now. Oh, yeah. So many people are dying from those things. They're dangerous. Dude, oh, yeah. Me and Colt in 10 years are doing a sidecar race. He that... can drive. I'll sit in the fucking cart. Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever watch those? Like, I think he was like on after Supercross last year one time. Yeah, and we really. watched it. Like, holy crap, these guys are insane. Yeah, it looks nuts. Yeah, the poor guy in the cart, dude. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Yeah. Imagine you have Dylan Wright drive in your car and you're in the sidecar. Like, shit, I have no control over this. I would, yeah, I would take scared. out an insurance policy for that. Life, <laughs> life insurance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd pay extra too. Yeah. Yeah. Why? What are you saying? Sketchy or what? At times. We're all sketchy at times. Yeah. Not me. I oh, just, yeah. Not I you. just peter along. I don't really get How about this. hey? How about Keelan's stand up moto in the mud, Abbotsford, this year? Or last year? Was that last year? Or that was the last mud year. race. That was last yeah. year. Dude, full stand-up moto to like, what'd you get? Third? Fourth? I don't know, man. I, Dude, he that, led. He led. That was like an a enduro- lot of that main event, standing up. It's like an enduro cross race. Barrel racing the inside of the track. <laughs> would your seat fall off? No, you just. I used just didn't know what to do, man. Use those long, lanky <laughs> legs. Eight feet, fucking long legs, and I'd like put my leg on a hay bale or whatever the hell they had out there, and just like do a little pivot, get it all around. It was working, but it worked pretty good, dude. For a bit. Is that last year or the year before? I think that's 2018. Oh, I don't know. 2018. That was Cole just survival. I won. I won that one. Yeah, Colt won oh, it. Oh, yeah. shoot! Gosh, Cole won it. Don't steal my thunder, man. Come on. <laughs> Dylan was just pumping my tires a bit. I appreciate. it. <laughs> I liked it though. I I I wish I would have. How taken... many laps did you make it, Dill? <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the green one that was about it it's the flag i saw was a green one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then my bike was smoking what did i tell you to do profusely. before that son don't to touch the clutch mm. how about gurky like blowing his clutch out at that race and the bike when you move no his was 10 times worse I really? did, I yeah i didn't remember. make it up i didn't make it up the finish line really it, oh i don't it remember sat there in a big white cloud i feel like my qualifier was not bad. Don't don't even yeah. try to defend yourself right now. <laughs> but it's dude, a losing I, cause. Yeah, that was a rough one. I, I learned though. I learned from that one. In they've, the mud, don't touch the clutch. Took the clutch out, and it was it was melted together. Like they couldn't, <laughs> they could not possibly get the steels and plates out. They just took it out. Right took in the, the basket out. Cooked. That's crazy. I just remember Gurky same thing like clutch fried sitting in the whoops yeah. pinning his bike and looking back at his mechanic be like what's wrong with this uh, thing? chain came off bro <laughs> <laughs> i love that when they're like looking at their mechanic yeah. what the fuck is going on i remember uh one time at milestone villapoto was uh or like tyler villapoto i think he was on leading edge he was doing a moto and his bike blew up and he just like dropped his bike and he was just losing his mind at his mechanic like what the like what do you expect your mechanic to do at this point man yeah push it back i don't know yes I, I believe i left a bike on the middle of the track once in my younger days <laughs> yeah. just left it there. i don't think i'm not done proud that. of it but i probably did it once i think i have heard that story too actually just once only once you did it on my favorite track too i think mm-hmm. what's your favorite track gopher oh mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. love gopher <laughs> <laughs> don't you guys love gopher i hate gopher <laughs> yeah 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 it's the best best I mean, track on the fucking circuit i like the water <laughs> truck roads <laughs> <laughs> they're good <laughs> the blair morgan roads yeah yeah what are those fucking yellow pickets yeah. yeah just hit them all Jeez. throw them off to the side <laughs> the only time i ever left the bike on the track was uh i don't know if you wouldn't have been racing yet but more than 2011 
2010 2011 it was a heavy mud race i couldn't even get my bike out they had to get the bobcat out and scoop it and carry it back to my trailer that was when uh moth i think he like whole shot yeah he lost his boot he lost his boot whole shot and then went flying into the boonies (laughs) yeah and left his bike left his bike there and left his boot there yeah Yeah. man i was so pissed that moto i was in like sixth two laps to go and i bike blows up in the mud and i'm stuck yeah did they run both yeah they did because i couldn't get we tried to swap a motor but by the time you wash the bike it took like an hour to wash the bike there's no way i was getting the motor out of my practice bike into a race bike yeah. i was like man or it's always in manitoba yeah in mud races that's like, oh, regina this year yeah or regina. Re- regina which was worse what do you guys think was worse uh i guess only you and you can attest to it i was no i wasn't there morden oh i was at morden yeah and then there was regina 2014 that one was i don't know which one was worse they were both really bad i don't know dude i had to race regina. same kind of dirt yeah flat so heavy tire where regina the flat tire yeah try doing that shit in the mud yeah i don't know if it makes much difference (laughs) dude (laughs) i didn't think it would make a difference until i was looking up the side of a cliff oh yeah i guess (laughs) i was going in a straight well i mean excuses i don't i don't know we'll just blame it on the tire but yeah yeah that was a that was a rough that was a bad one one. and then how about how about like after the race they wouldn't they were like refusing to pull the rigs out and there was oh a, yeah there was a big shit storm because yeah. they wouldn't they wouldn't even pull the rigs out until someone paid somebody yeah i think we ended oh, up I staying heard. the night because we no one would tow us out yeah i heard about that yeah that was a shit storm. oh yeah you weren't racing you had a broken arm or something yeah i i heard about that there the cat operator was like getting fed up with pulling all these people or something yeah, yeah. dude my helmet was so heavy uh, like, i got so much mud on my visor that my my helmet was like this and i was trying to ride like this the whole way around Dude, I feel like I wish I could have had someone on the back of the bike the whole moto. Yeah. Just like from the pits to the line was good, and then the rest was <laughs> garbage. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that might be the worst mud race I've ever been in is that Regina one. Yeah, and it was sunny day too. Yeah, and that's what made it worse because it tacked everything up and made it so heavy. Yeah. You guys didn't ride St. Tech. Oh, I, I, I watched that on uh, yeah. TV. That was, that was pretty my time. Yeah, it was pretty bad. There was like that high deep of water and you just like hydroplane over it. It's gnarly. Wasn't there a gnarly mud race at St. Julie too? Where like people were struggling to get up the hills? No, that that was um uh the other one. Like uh Joliet. Joliet, yeah. Where Blair rode the That's right. On the sled on the sled. Yeah. Yeah. That one was gnarly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he probably should have just raced the sled. He probably would have won. That <laughs> <laughs> there was that bad one at uh, Nanaimo one year too. Well, that was just yeah. We we're talking about that on the podcast with Todd. We were like, yeah, all the ruts were full of water. You couldn't see the ruts, but at the base of it was just like that shale, and you just like spin everywhere. You couldn't get any traction. That's culture track Nanaimo. Yeah, is is it actually your I favorite like that track? track? Yeah, I actually I like it if it's not raining. I think that was when you were number nine that year. I can't remember 20, 2012 or 2013 2013 might have been a mud race no i can't remember 12 yeah it was 12 KTM. i was still on 80s yeah jesus <laughs> making us all feel old here <laughs> yeah. what year did you turn pro 2014 yeah 
14. No, I was on 125, so 12, 11, 12. I got off 80s at like 12 years old. My dad, <laughs> he's like, screw that shit. Too many parts. Over it. Yeah, yeah. over it. Yeah. But I back to Nama, I didn't mind that track either. Yeah, I had fun there every time. Yeah. Fun track. Jumpy. Good for sorry. good for cleaning guys out all those 180 bull turns. Good scenery. <laughs> yeah. I always enjoyed the uh, top section. Smelling the nice aroma coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you guys all know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Back straight. Yeah. A reminder to loosen up as you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Man, I had arm pump at the bottom, but at the top there, you know, it just completely went away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That's funny. Oh, Mixture Jesus. of CBD and THC. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Yeah, that's fun. Good time. Anything yeah. goes in Nanaimo. Yeah, island life. Yes, full sand. Yeah. Hey, yeah. how about how about you remember that year when Freeze and Nanaimo? Did you watch that race? No. Oh. Uh, I rem- I remember it, but yeah. I don't. What happened? That's fourteen, right? Yeah. So it was my first pro race as a pro, realistically, and like people tell me or Alan. Brown told me, MX101, like, don't, like, just stay away from this guy. He's kind of bad news. Stay away. So I get a decent start. Freezes right behind me. And smashes me. And then young D-dub didn't like that. So I f***ing smashed him back in the next one. Like you said, Nanaimo, great for passing. Smashing back. Dude, we did five laps just smashing each other. We went from, like, fourth and fifth to, like, 15th, 16th. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just going backwards because we would hit each other every f-ing corner. Yeah. Good times. Is I talked to Moto about where you guys were, you had like a two destroyed radiators or something like that? Yeah. It was probably that one. It was, yeah, it was aggressive. Way. Who was your mechanic at the time? Kale. Kale. Okay. I think I remember him just being furious <laughs> working <laughs> on that bike. Yeah. He was not happy. <laughs> poor, poor Kale. He was. He went through a couple rough years with me. <laughs> so what's the moral of the story there? The moral of the story: Don't f- with freeze. You go backwards, because he doesn't give a shit. You're so dumb. You're so dumb. What's the moral of the story? Ride your own race. No. Oh. <laughs> Continue. Listen to your elders. Listen. Uh, listen to dad. Listen to dad. Dad. There knows. you go. Yeah, Dad knows. let's get that straight. Where were you in 2014? Well, apparently, winning championship. Apparently, your other dad told you, but you didn't listen to him either. Yeah, that's true. Who was other dad? Alan. Alan. Alan or Kev? Pick one. One of the two. They're basically dad. They're basically dad. Yeah, they're pretty much dad. Both of them. I think Alan likes being dad. That's Dude, like his favorite thing. He he want he begs me to go to California sometimes. Just hang out. Really? Oh, I don't know why anybody would go to California. Dude, that's uh good trail riding. Awesome <laughs> single dude, track. Dude, I was no word of a lie. I, I was thinking about uh that whole story when you went trail riding with Al <laughs> and like not even two hundred feet from his house, you went flying off the this like cliff or something and totally destroyed the four fifty. Yeah. Know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I didn't destroy it, but it was it was pretty it was mangled. Pretty, it was pretty close to being destroyed. Okay. Like, I didn't crash, but 
Was that before or after you put a, forgot to put it on? <laughs> <laughs> I was there that year. It was a rough winter for Dylan. <laughs> Yamaha days. No, it was Honda. Yeah, that man. was your. You were riding a 450. You're on Honda. Oh, that year. That. There's <laughs> <laughs> a whole no other year. Don't know about. It's no different. The, the Yamaha year in Cali. That was when, I feel like that was when I jumped this massive hill that he told me not to jump, and I, dude, almost died. Oh, that's, I thought I thought you were on a Honda. I can't remember. I no, just remember Honda, Honda was the second year I went to Cali. I just yeah. remember there was like. They were telling this story, being like, oh, yeah, Dylan, he's such a goofball. He went flying off the side of this cliff. Just uh, when we go riding, be careful of it. And I was like, okay, just laughing. I was like, Dylan's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we get like 200 feet from the house. It's literally like right up from yeah. Al's house. Yeah. I go flying off the side of this yeah. cliff too. <laughs> yeah. And he tells you, May, like, it's a hard left. Like, watch out. Just be careful until we actually get to the trails because you're basically riding out of his subdivision and dude, it's like a heart and Alan knows the trail by heart. Yeah. And he just like basically with you being like, and he hangs a hard left and you're Pins like it up the hill. fourth gear wide open. And you're like, it's all rock <laughs> and you got nowhere to go, but straight. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just disappear and puck your butthole because it's oh, an awesome dude. ride. Great. Same thing happened to me. Yeah. I was like following Al, somebody else, all dusty, just <laughs> straight. And then he doesn't give you a warning either, like a hand up, like, hey, this is the turn. Yeah, no, none yeah. of that. He just hangs a hard left. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That yeah. was funny. Or how about that one time? Uh, I think it was just you and I. We went riding that yeah, hill track. Yeah, we, we did that. Uh, what did they call it? Corona, Corona Dilla point 2.0 point or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that track's like so beat up. Uh, oh, what what'd you do to your bike? I can't remember. We were out there. You're like pounding a moto. Uh, well, it was a rough year on the Honda. First year on Dude, the team. Dude, they don't know half this shit though. Like Dicky don't know half this. Well, shit. hey, hey, he, he well he does he now. Had, he had the big question in why so many parts were being sent to California. Yeah, dude. Fa- actually, U.S. Honda helped me out a little but. bit. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, get so that story. This one time, one time, I, I may it was a hot day. Probably didn't check my antifreeze for a couple weeks, and um, sounds about right. Ran it out of antifreeze. And I was like, wow, why this thing so hot? Didn't think about it. Loaded up back of the van. Because I, or did I have my truck? I can't remember. Anyways, loaded up, brought her back. Forgot to check the antifreeze after we, I basically blew it up out there. Yeah. Go to Milestone. All the FC Honda and factory Honda guys at Sealy. Those guys are out riding. I go out, two laps into it. By grenades. Overheats. No antifreeze left. <laughs> So I rode a RX, Alan's RX, with a kickstand for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you, dude? How did you not check? I waved you off the track. I was like, "Hey, your bike is smoking." You're like, "Oh, okay." I bet you my, I bet you my words were, "Ah, it'll be all right. It's a Honda. It'll be all right." Yeah, She'll it might have been that. <laughs> I, I have grown up a little bit since those days. Like, yeah, I check my interviews regularly now. You're more mechanically sound now. Colt, okay. Colt's gonna, Colt's gonna give his little head nod, <laughs> shit. 
but dude i don't even have to say anything because he knows deep it's, down it's been a there. it's been a it's still in progress it's i'm not perfect but it came a long way in two or three years since that winter out in cali because that was a shit show <laughs> and you're sticking around to work with this guy i'm surprised yeah well i, I hope he sees some progression anyways because god damn yeah. I just feel sorry for the guy. That's why I'm sticking around. <laughs> Nobody else would deal with him. No. He's just sticking around for, for the paycheck. Hope, hopefully, hoping that the progression is, is very slow so that he can just ride it out. Stick around for the paycheck. <laughs> oh, boy. Jeez. Oh, oh, boy. Yeah, good times, man. That's funny. I, I had fun in uh, Cali that year. That was good. To, that's when I kind of like started to get to know you. Yeah. 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 I went out there not knowing anybody but Alan and then Alan. you guys, you, Moff, Gurky a little bit. Was Gurk there that year? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah we were all kind of riding together, yeah. doing motos and stuff. Mm hmm. That was on Moff. Moff was on KTM, I think. The first winner. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I can't true. remember. And then he was on. He's all over the place. Yeah, he never know. He switches teams. Like, God, man. Switches teams like he switches underwear. <sighs> <laughs> once a year <laughs> <laughs> one pair of underwear a year oh, oh god love mom good dude ah f*** that guy ah, fuck. you're on the 450 class man there's no yeah I feel like I'm I, we're not uh, friends we're not, not friends with those guys anymore let me I'm not friends with one guy this guy no, no, Keelan's cool. That guy. No, he's he's good gone. Too. Yeah. The rest of them I'm pretty good with. T Dags, good dude. Gurky, good dude. Phil, good dude. Mob, good dude. Keelan, good dude. You're racing 450. No. Good dude, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You're really, you're really running out of people to name here. Uh, I can only think of one. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't get it. I don't know who it is. Duh, me neither. Yeah. Not naming any names, though. No. Oh. Hmm. Don't know. What was the... Cricket. We had one submission from somebody who wanted to know... Uh, oh, yeah. I don't think I wrote it down, though. Which? Uh, it was the, from Steez Louise. Steez. <laughs> Our guy, Steez Good old Steez. Uh, Todd, do you have your phone? Cole, you know Steez? No, I, I remember. He wanted to know... He wanted... It was for Colton, and he wanted to know... There was a couple different ones. This is the only one that stuck out to me, and I liked it. Okay. I thought it was a good question. Okay. He wanted to know who Colton rather fight, Phil. Okay, yeah, just read the question. Yeah. So Steve Louise says, if it came to blows and Colton had to throw down, <laughs> fight, whose back would he have, Alessi or Phil? Oh, Phil for sure. I don't even <laughs> think about that. <laughs> not, not for the fact that I, not for the fact that I would stick up for my teammate, but I feel like mm -hmm. Phil would just. I don't know. Phil's a loose cannon. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going up against Phil. <laughs> I feel. I feel like he is a. He he's puts crappy. on this tough guy persona or whatever, and he's really just like, you know, kind-hearted guy. But he's a big teddy bear. Yeah. Are you trying to say like deep down he's a pussy? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. He that. is a big talker. I will say. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he does make a mean face though. 
And he's yeah. pretty good at pointing the finger too. Like it's a nice stern. Yeah. And what's what's the joke on Pulp? Like the throat slit gesture. Uh, I think Alessi saw it this year. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah somebody had to. <laughs> no, there was another one from Steve's Louise. It was like uh he wanted to know about uh Dylan and what was it? C T sixteen. Don't know who that the is. Rivalry. The rivalry. We don't need to call names. Yeah, I, I, I don't know names. what rivalry we're talking about. No rivalry? Okay, there's your question answered. I I recall him yelling at you at the podium or something. Maybe once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> Go back a couple years. We'll get him on the pod and you guys can have a reunion. And just hash it out. I feel like he doesn't say anything. We'll get him talking. Right. I'm sure he, said, he has to say something. Yeah. I mean, he's got his old lady. They probably talk. Yeah, we can get a couple bottles of red wine in him. Yeah, he'll he'll probably talk. Yeah, I don't. Mm -hmm. We're gonna send this clip to him. We're gonna get him on. Send him a DM. This chick would probably have more to say about it on Instagram than he would. (laughs) 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 Uh, Keyboard warrior. Actually, she's actually yelled at me a few times too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, that whole situation, yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm older and mature now. Mature. You're a wise old man. Mature mature. Well, I like how you raise your chin when you say that. I'm more mature. 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 That's almost French. Um yeah. But if there's one guy, I'm probably not gonna leave much room. It's gonna be him. That's, so I, I don't know where we go. Uh, like, Steve's Louise next question. <laughs> <laughs> go out, ride your bike. Yeah, that's five, it. That's it. Mature. Five you hate racing. <laughs> Steez is, is on a roll. Yeah, he's got. He's our number one. Our number one him or fan. Cody Lita are the number one. Uh, number one fans. I guess. Are uh, they like the? Are they regular like? Tuner inners or how they, they, I don't know. They must be. But I don't even know. We they're had the ones. Tuner inners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. They're the ones looks. that had the most questions. All right, all right. So it's a night with five five people. Colt hated riding against the most. That's why I'm. Go- it's me. You're going, going first. You're going okay. first. I'm gonna go with. Uh, let's go with Mike Treadwell. <laughs> Only because like my first pro season, he wanted to kill me. <laughs> I swapped out in front of him, took him down. He wanted to beat me up after that. So I always hated that. And like, I talked to him like probably, I think it was this year or last year. And he's like, oh dude, I wasn't even mad. And I was like, <laughs> I was scared shitless of him for like five years. Are you going in like order of like, not as bad to like the worst? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah in, I don't know. No, 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 no particular. Okay. Order. No particular. Yeah. Okay. Um, my good buddy, Zach Zager. Only for the fact that he took me out a couple times. More than once. <laughs> More than once, but no, I think it was just once actually. He might have cost me a couple positions here and there, but yeah, little lapper issues. Yeah, I think it's just unfortunate events, but uh, you know, he's my good buddy. I yeah. love. I, love I was that. gonna say I, he doesn't do it intentionally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so that's two, three. Um. Ooh. Let's go with uh, let's go with Jeremy Medallia. You raced him. 
Yeah, I've raced him a couple times. Oh, Yamaha. That Yamaha was another where he yeah. broke for MX-101 that one year. Yeah. <laughs> that was another question from Steve's <laughs> Louise. <laughs> Where's the beef start? <laughs> the beef? Who blew who, Wait. <laughs> Apparently, you guys had beef at a Blair Morgan ride day or something. It was probably about a Are we getting into that now, or are we going to go through this five? Okay, let's go through the five. Go through the five. I'm at three. Am I at three? Yeah, you're at three. Three. (sighs) Jay Burke. Oh, Jay Burke. He's tough. (laughs) I love the guy, but he's he's the worst guy to pass. He's tough to pass, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a wide bike. That's a wide boy. Yeah, yeah. And then number five. I'm sure everybody already knows it. Cole Thompson. <laughs> hey, where's, that, where's, that, where's that Keelan thing? <laughs> we can add that in. There we go. On the iMovie. Why? So why why CT, Colt? What was the question? Why they, Why do you hate riding against them? I just I just feel like there's not there's no respect. No zero. I, I mean, respect I feel like I, you... I've given him respect, but I don't get the same back. Is there respect when you guys video game together? Because that's the speculation we is that you guys to. are we good buddies. To. Keyword. We used, used to. to. Used to. Used to. Game. Yeah, we don't game no more. Hmm. Can you block people on Xbox and shit like that? Um, can you block No, I actually still have him on my friends list. So you can see when he's online? Yeah, There's but he pretty... obviously blocked me, so I, I can't see when he's online. We're getting them or, on. We're getting or maybe he on. got maybe he just got rid of his Xbox. I don't, I don't know. This this chick can stab the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're not fucking spending enough time with me, Cole. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, you guys keep rambling. I'm yeah. Jesus. I like it. I like your five. Alright, your five. Let's go. Oh boy. I'm gonna go back to like amateur days. A little bit you know rosina just because there was a few times where i actually wanted to kill the kid my boy rosina come on yeah dis disliked him i actually am pretty good buddies with him now but back in the day there's a few times where i probably would have liked to kill him fair enough it probably it probably wasn't his fault it was probably half the years let's let's leave that at that next number two three quarters <laughs> <laughs> number two um kyle keist because he used to like i was on 125s and he was like on a 450 or i was on 252 stroke and he would come to sandalee and like sandalee is like my shit right like i thought it was i thought it was really good there and um he would show up and sometimes win sometimes i'd beat him but he'd get a good start and blow every single goddamn fucking line out there was on the track and then i would go up and talk to him after and he'd be like yeah i did it on purpose and i was like dude i'm on a two-stroke i gotta try and carry some momentum he's like yeah that's why i did it kill your momentum so it's just he's too smart he's a smart <laughs> racer so that's like amateur days and then um so that's two three. Oh boy a tough one uh who who do i oh dude osby i don't know why i actually kind of respect the guy i feel like we just have bad blood 
because of an event that bad circumstances yeah event that happened but i feel like i feel like we're starting to work it out a little bit like talk a little bit instagram and stuff but he's just a he's just a tough guy to race against like he's he's tough to pass and he's he's aggressive too it's, like it's, let me just cut in there it's a little hard when you know d-dub number 19 it's just all over the track <laughs> you know like when somebody's here on the track and they're staying pretty like right there yeah, yeah yeah when you're swerving it's hard to get by them <laughs> you know like if you Patient, just, if you, you would just hold your line you could probably 19. pass them. i feel like that was like d-dub 12 19 wow. was a little bit more patient a little bit d-dub 14 let's say 18 17 17 d-dub 17 okay i'll give you that okay all right 18 and a half yeah so osby not because i dislike <laughs> the guy just because i feel like he's a hard guy to race whoa is that one of your guys you don't like? Yeah, I was surprised by that too. That was my teammate, bro. Gosh, I was expecting Vince Freeze. Yeah, only Vince raced Vince like one year, and the only the only time was Nanaimo, and then after that he blew me away for the rest of the season. And while I think the last one's a unanimous decision with ninety five percent of Canadian moto. <laughs> <laughs> just blowing him out this podcast <laughs> poor guy <laughs> it's yeah. like a, it's like we need to get a petition going to get him out of here or something. is that what you want <laughs> I'm, I'm not I, i'm just i'm just i'm just saying he was he's the guy i hate racing and i have to race him this year again but like i said more mature d-dub hopefully gonna mat- <laughs> calm calm cool and collected a little bit better a little bit i'm not I, i'm not trying to like give myself a pat on the back here i know there's a lot more work to do but a little bit better you know just gonna be patient not do anything stupid i feel like colt i feel like colt still owes him one and i'm pissed off that he didn't do it before he retired <laughs> he didn't need to he was out front he was out front but yeah that was payback yeah, there I, you go. I don't think he's that bad. I just, I think he wants it so bad that he just, he just doesn't think about like respect or anything like that. He just yeah. wants it so bad. And I mean, I could almost attest that a little bit because my first two years of pro, like I wanted it so bad and I didn't give a single shit about anybody else on the gate, mm-hmm. like zero. And then as you kind of grow up, a little bit colt's gonna laugh again (laughs) (laughs) you grow up a little bit you tend to respect guys like t dags pettis um welton osby you know all the guys that are you're racing against every weekend because like it or not they're gonna be racing against them the next weekend so you do them dirty they're gonna do it back yeah so you gotta have some respect and i colt i feel like i can touch on cole he does like cole has I feel like he just doesn't think enough, you know, like, like if I come up on Keelan this year or something, or he comes up on me, I feel like there's mutual respect there. Like we're not, we're not going to kill each other, dude. I, am I speaking for myself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me started. You should have stayed in the 250 class. <laughs> I needed that ride, bro. God. <sighs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard of Keelan cleaning anyone out that bad. Shit. You're a respectful racer. I respect you as a racer. No, it's changing. <laughs> it's changing. 2020. Okay, Musquin. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Hey, another tough guy to race is actually Pettis. Yeah. Good, good racer. Clean racer. Clean racer. Well, 
Yeah, him and I have got into it a little bit, but not not like not in the past couple of years. We've I feel like we just have enough mutual respect for each other that yeah. we keep it pretty clean. Yeah, sometimes it it is just what it is. Like shit happens. And- yeah, I mean sometimes the last lap was fucking a lap to go for the win or you know a spot a podium spot. You kind of got to do what you got to do yeah. a little bit sometimes. You know? Yeah, like look at Osborne and Savaji. That like Osborne's not known to be a like a overly like dirty rider. No, but he took him out and that was they're going for the championship. Like it's his right to go for it. Yeah, yeah, I know 100. percent I mean that's a big paycheck. Yeah, that's the difference between adding a zero or not adding yeah. a zero yeah paycheck so. yeah but yeah jess awesome racer i have a lot of respect for that guy actually. yeah lots so yeah yeah good dude colt actually worked with him a little bit too so he can probably test it too good good dude good kid kids my age good dude <laughs> kids. Good kid. tough racer kids. though jess will and jess will put up a fight until he can't fight no more though yeah oh yeah yeah I'm proud of you, Dylan. You've come a long way since the first time I met you. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> you were just squirrely. Thank- I mean, I'm not saying I wasn't. <laughs> Thank God I did. Yeah. Thank God. But there's a, still a shit load of work to do. Yeah, there's- don't don't get his head no, too big. Don't pump. Don't- Fox doesn't make big enough helmets for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, jeez. Here we go. That's just how it is always, though. There's always work to be done. And uh, I guess that leads, like I had, a, my question was, um, so I guess like over the years, you can kind of compare your career in some ways to like a Cincerello where like you, you had lots of speed coming out of intermediate and, you know, you, you lacked the consistency and, um, you know, it's like over the years you've gotten better and better. And, uh, okay. Do you think that like, it almost sets you up better for the 450 class? you know, having a couple of years of struggling and, you know, kind of finding where like you kind of um, building the mental strength over the years of, you know, not being where you want to be. And then you go, you finally like since Rello, like at the beginning of the year, remember he had like off track excursions, you had off track excursions, but by the end of the year you built it up. So like you were like rock solid by Walton. Do you think that kind of sets you up a little better for the, like going into the 450 class? Like look how, much success Cincerello's had going into the 450 class now, like even just a couple rounds in, like it seems like that, like going through those stages has kind of helped him going into the like the next step. Yeah, I mean, I feel like adversity kind of helps you the next time you have adversity, like just mental strength and getting through it. And I mean, there, dude, I'm not gonna lie, there were some times I was like, I'm hanging the boots up, I'm done, like just frustrated, stuff's not going right, you know, whether it's crashing bike issues whatever and i mean it's it's not easy and it's not easy to continue like going to the next weekend like i don't know if my bike's gonna hold up sometimes like my first couple years on yamaha it's like it is what it is and it was probably three quarters my fault that the bikes were not staying together but 99 percent, 99.9 percent my fault but yeah pretty much <laughs> but i mean it you know you just get through it it's like a phase that you get through and I mean, ho- that, hopefully that doesn't happen again, obviously. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, mental strength is huge. And I mean, once you learn how to like deal with yourself, because it's different for everybody, like the way Colt or Keelan or yourself would deal with something, it's completely different as the way like I would deal with something sometimes. And I mean, I feel like you're always learning too on how like to mentally uh, like get over something yourself. But yeah, I mean, going into the 450 class, like 
those guys have been built their racecraft for so many more years than I have. It's going to be kind of like learning a little bit the first couple of races too. And like the two fifty class, you just pin it and go. Mm-hmm. Four fifty class, a little bit more strategy involved into the racing. And I feel like even coming from where I had no race strategy kind of maybe at the start of the year not this year but maybe at the start of like my career or the first yeah. couple of years into like race strategy now like i feel like that's going to be a huge thing and even this year like just kind of growing throughout the year too like yeah like calgary had a like gnarly second motor and i was like okay i, can't, I gotta learn from that because that can't happen again yeah. you know like if i want to win this championship i can't do that so you know you kind of just learn each time and i feel like <laughs> i've had my fair share of learning so um I mean, Colts kind of helped me out with mental stuff too, off the bike and on the bike. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm in a good spot going in the 450 class with him as a mentor and with like the bike setup that we have on the team, I feel like jumping right into it's not going to be super difficult and it's kind of just going to be natural. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a little bit of learning the first couple of races for sure. I got experienced guys like yourself over here. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. I guess what I was just trying to say, was like, you know, it, maybe it's better to go through the stages of struggling a little bit rather than coming in and winning right away. Like you kind of learn more and then you're going to have, a, it maybe sets you up better for a, for a yeah. 450 career. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I feel like dealing with frustration too, sometimes like when you're on the bike, it's tough to do that in practice. Like you, when you're out practicing, you're just kind of into your mode and you're just doing laps and laps yeah. and laps. And it's like, you really have to race to kind of get that experience. And I mean, I don't have as much as Colt or, or like Phil or JSR, or any of those guys do. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say I do because I don't. Those guys have 10 more years and or more than I do. And I feel like it's just going to be, it's just going to be a continuous progression. That stuff doesn't happen overnight, doesn't change overnight. It's just going to be like how to prepare myself the best this off season to go in as prepared as I can be kind of like AC did. I mean, I feel like he's kind of got like Nick way who's done it for, so many years and i feel like i kind of have colt who's done it for so many years to kind of be like there to tell me like hey you're being a dipshit like figure it out <laughs> as yeah. you can tell during this podcast it happens, it happens often <laughs> <laughs> that's funny kids. that's that's kids, a kids 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 <laughs> you kids are just you're just Bro, you went through it too you're soft soft as baby shit harden <laughs> the f up I feel like I'm pretty hard. No. Soft. He watches too much hockey night in Canada. Coach's yeah. corner. <laughs> Don Sherry over here. He's going to get a shutdown. <laughs> <laughs> don't, say any, don't say any Don Cherry stuff on here, you people. Might get, <laughs> might, get, might get kicked off our podcast. We might get shut down by the Triple Crown with all the Thompson talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I don't think they even listen to it because, like, what were we talking about last time? We were like kind of like ragging on, not like ragging on the series, but like saying some shit about it. And then they're like, stuff they, they still, they still share it. You know, Dude, they, they know what they need to work on. Yeah. Like not, I'm not, though those guys no. are doing a good job and I know it's not an easy job, but I wouldn't want to do it. That. What would we do if they left? Me and you, the bent methods. Go crawl back season. to Stally. Yeah. Alberta champion. Yeah, people rag on Stally, but you know he had it. He had it ironed out pretty well. Uh, how about like who's got all their money from this season yet? I didn't make any money this season, so. I'm missing the bullshit <laughs> check. I'm paid up. Paid up. 
Let's pay yeah. Keep that guy happy. All right. Get all I guess money. I'm the only one. Yeah. I'm missing a whole shot, Jack. That was the problem last year with Moff, too. Was it not? I think a lot of people. Well, yeah, he didn't get his 10K. For a while. Yeah. No uh, 250 guy don't really matter that much. No comment yeah. on the 10K. Nobody likes you. No comment. No comment. <laughs> it's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> be here Christmas next year. They'll pay it in installments. It's like, yeah, it's like it's like it's like that Christmas vacation movie. Waiting for my fucking Christmas ball. And it's never came in. I can't dig my fucking pool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got rings to buy, pools to build. Yeah, well, a wedding to. Pay for? Yeah. I mean, this guy knows it ain't cheap. Oh shit, that ain't cheap at all. Colt Mount, knows it ain't cheap. Build. Mounts to climb. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain equipment club stuff ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you guys went cruising around there. Where? You went cruising around there today. Mountain equipment club. No, just Drummondville, bro. That's where I do my mountain climbing. Uh, yeah. Inside joke. Inside joke. Gotcha. All right. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> shouldn't be that high over what like come on we were talking about it earlier we were mountain climbing dude oh yeah with fucking the, them boulders uh you know what i'm saying uh, <laughs> like yeah, i didn't know any mountains were around drummondville like jeez there actually is a couple i forgot yeah, about yeah. There actually <laughs> believe it or not i forgot about that inside joke inside joke inside i joke. hope the old lady don't listen to this one you're like getting a fucking divorce before the marriage. <laughs> she can't understand English that well. <laughs> it's when yeah, it's when she watches and he sees this. <laughs> and you're talking about grabbing the clutch cool. and the brake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or she'll see this at the beginning too. Yeah. Circle jerk. <laughs> uh, strobe lights. Yeah. Strobe lights. Yeah. Good times. Actually, yeah. Like back to the elaborating on the whole mentor thing like i actually had a question for colt and obviously that's a that's a huge advantage having having somebody that can or being able to go under somebody's wing and and that's maybe like a difficult thing for a guy like jared and i who are more so doing it on our own whereas like you have somebody that's well honed and experienced um for yourself being in the industry as long as you have what I guess, would you say for the average racer like myself or Jared, 450 or 250, what would you th- say is like the biggest thing that we're lacking or that you could generalize as a whole? I know it's a broad question, but it's very broad. That's all very right. Broad. That's uh, going to need to be a check in the mail next week. <laughs> what do you mean we flew you guys all the way here to ask this question yeah we need the details man uh, let's hear that one more time so i can digest it like yeah um what it's all right cut it out you think no like i mean like there might can't hear me your mic what there you go you're good yeah we right. quiet go photo is it team tight <laughs> Team, team tight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Uncle um, yeah, like what? Like for me, that's where I'd feel like having a huge benefit is having somebody that I can learn from that's done it before me. And that's where like Dylan has a good advantage having you. But 
<clears throat> so like what kind of advice could you give like just in in a general sense like what do you think the average racer whether it's canada us doesn't matter like what do you think those guys that are just kind of like behind like behind the or like behind a little bit or on the bubble like just on the cusp of things what do you what would you say like what kind of value could you add to them i like i don't know like i don't think i really i think dylan like dylan for instance he knows a lot of the shit that i tell him he just doesn't do it it's like, just inferring it on him. it's inferring it <laughs> inferring it and just instilling it in their memory and in their brains it's like when i go practice like that's where i work on stuff and that's where i get it down because in the in the race i'm not going to remember that shit i'm just going to go wide open and go as fast as i can but if i can instill that in my memory in practicing it'll just come to me in the race when I'm in that mode and doing those fast laps and stuff like that. So, uh, for, for like when I tell Dylan stuff, like nine times out of 10, he already knows it. Like he's a smart guy. It's it, a lot of it's just common sense, harding the fuck up because he's soft and soft just like ice cream over here. and just getting the job done. Like it's, it's not there's nothing that i think a lot of people think that you know there's just this like these guys just have so much good info that that's why they're better it's it's not really the case it's just they know and they do it it's mm. just i don't know it's hard to explain i guess like repetition you're just repeating yeah. or having you're just, it really just like getting the same thing like just even the littlest tiny small things just repeating it and repeating it till it's just habit is that what you kind of mean yeah i think stuff like that and and then there's little stuff like where for say like this next year where the difference between dylan and you would be like i can see him on the track i'll be like man you're pushing too hard in that one spot where you know you might not have somebody that that ear. tells you that but yeah. realistically you could you could teach yourself to to be able to realize that, you know, like mm. if you can focus that much in practice, when you go to the race or whatever, even when you're doing your time qualifying and stuff like that, you'll be able to be like, oh man, I'm pushing too hard there. Or I need to push harder right there in that section. So it's just, it's just memory and like thinking like some people think I have like the worst memory. Like I can hardly remember what I ate two, two hours ago, but anything to do with track or motocross like i can remember the last rut from calgary in 2012 you know like i can remember weird shit like that yeah you where can remember suspension clickers from 10 years ago at nanaimo uh maybe not that <laughs> far but but stuff like that like yeah. that's that's where i feel like you know the good guys that's how they get good is they can do stuff like that where you know the mediocre guys they don't really focus on that and they're like oh these guys got better bikes they got yeah. better trainers they got better this and that that's i don't think that's the case yeah that's mm -hmm. an easy out yeah i actually i listened to a podcast with uh brayton i can't remember who what podcast it was but he was talking about how it's not 
like nowadays it's yeah like it's not the bikes that are gonna make the difference it's the bikes are so good that it's like if a kid goes from 15th riding his own bike as a privateer and hops on a factory team it's not going to make that much of a difference for him but uh how much money do i have to slip you to talk to me next year not him (laughs) (laughs) double what gdr is paying him double frank money frank money frank money i can talk to my dad (laughs) 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 i guess yeah it's like trying to i guess that's the big thing is uh i mean for myself like I've never had that opportunity to kind of be under somebody's wing. It was always figuring it out on my own, but it kind of like what you're saying is for me to get better, I just had to be more accountable with, with my training and even my mentality or who I like myself as a person, like was my habits good or were they bad or like what, what, like what I was doing in a day, was it actually helping me or was it not? And, that's how I found my progression came was just, yeah, being more accountable and just trying to hone myself as not just as a racer, but as a person. Yeah. Just being diligent, yeah. knowing that these things mean something and you're, you gotta like, you gotta, it's just, you gotta instill that, that you, that this is actually going to make a difference other than brushing it off mm-hmm. kind of thing. Is this slice of pizza going to help me or is it going to hinder me? Is this cookie gonna help me? Oh, dude, me? that cookie on the way here is gonna help me. We should definitely get some cookies. This. <laughs> hey, is it? Can do we I cold? swear too much? Like, no, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Okay, it's just gonna be a lot of editing. Oh, you don't need to edit all of it. I feel like we're good. You guys gotta edit the swear words out. We do, but I feel like we don't really need to. We have we been. don't have to, but I mean, you could take honestly. A few I feel out. like in the audio, like you put on on Apple Podcasts, we probably don't need to. Can you just go beep? That's what we have been doing. Wow. Just for like, just, just for F bombs, just for F bombs and <laughs> calls. Calls. Yeah, we were, do, we were last time we were talking about, uh, I was telling a story about how I got a catheter and. Oh, Ooh, how was that? Fucking horrible, man. Like, <laughs> it was rough. It was a hole. It was a, it, they shoved it down my hole. And the thing is not small. You're. <laughs> Or the <laughs> no, no, the tube. The tube's like three eighths. The tube's like three eighths thick. It's not small. Oh my god! Yeah, it doesn't sound fun, dude. It was not fun, and yeah, this was in Regina, twenty fifteen. I don't know if I should retell the whole story. Probably no, not. no, let's not. Cut it out. That's in the last podcast. Yeah, go listen to the last podcast if you want to listen to it. Okay. Sounds good. That reminds me of Calgary, two thousand. Is that when is that when you on the face of the one ten? Yeah. So anyways, oh, I remember that one. I think it was that that year. I think it was there. I hit my head pretty hard that time. But anyways, the doctor was feeling my back because it was like when I woke up in the hospital and they're like going down my back. Does that hurt? Does that hurt? Does that hurt? Does that hurt? No, 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 no. And then finally they'll go. Does that hurt? And I'm like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that hurts. Oh man, I remember that one. I thought you were dead. Let's yeah, that was a that show. was a bad one. That, that was, that was twenty ten. We were racing that year. Yeah, I think you were number ten on Blackfoot. Yep. Yeah, so we were we were racing that year. And I came back the next weekend and went one one. Jesus, were you back the next weekend? 
I thought you took a weekend off. There's a reason why he calls went us soft. 1-1, one, one, and then the weekend after, I went 1-1 one, one again, yeah. and then I went to St. Julie, crashed down that hill, cartwheeled, knocked myself out, blew my shoulder out, yeah. done for the season. That, got back in the points, Chase, or I got back leading the points Yeah. before St. Julie, too. Oh, dang. Full I beast mode. That. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have rode, though. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty though. Yeah. yeah. That crash was gnarly at Calgary. Yeah. I remember like the whole spectator field was just like it was surrounding. Like, I would have shut off the draw if I could, but like, because it was like a roller section, and then it came to that tabletop. So I went through like the first maybe two rollers, and then I hit like a rut, blew one leg off, and then I hit the next one. My left arm came off, and I was still wide open with my right arm. Yeah. And then got to the very end, and then cartwheeled and just slid all the way up the face of that jump. Yeah. Yeah. That was high speed, high speed section. That was almost yeah. stupid that how fast that section was. Dude, I feel like Calgary is pretty stupid fast every year. It is. I we've yeah. been trying to tell them for a long time. Just put some slow it down a little bit. Like it's so that fast. That one, that one straightaway this year was fast like, oh oh ski jump. before yeah you go that like ski jump it's thing? like kind of like this before the 110 yeah, yeah, yeah. jeez that's fast yeah yeah like it i was fifth gear wide yeah like yeah. Just put as a wall fast jump. as it'll go wall jump <laughs> just put a section of wall jumps. wall jump i say even just put even just put some rollers in there just like slow it down a little bit yeah. just out a corner yeah something something we'll out figure it out one year Wall jumping. This this is your guys' like track. Yeah, they did. Colts has put a wall jump. In. Let's put a wall jump in. <laughs> we'll get a whole section of wall jumps in. Uh, isn't that double? I like, like I like their wall jump. Like we'll just go wall the jump. Line there, <laughs> wall so. jump. Which one? Like the, like right before the finish or like the well, before the right hander? I hate yeah. the one before the right hander. It's just like a stupid single. You just like send a flat and into the right hander. I hate that jump. Slows down though. It does, but I think there's something better they could do. They're like put some, maybe just put some rollers up it or something. I don't know. I just hate I sending it to flat. Hmm. You know, like two corners, like you do. How you come out of Shaw Valley, and how you go. You? How old am I? Yeah, twenty six. I'm twenty six. <laughs> I think. Wow. So you you're borderline soft then. Borderline soft. <laughs> I guess, but how it's old just are like twenty two. It just oh. seems like there's something better you could put there. Like it, I, I don't. Yeah, I like this deep in the millennium. I like the single coming out of Shaw Valley, but the next one I'm not a fan of. The one into that right, like into the right hander where I went off the track. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so that one, that one, you dirty yeah. dog going off the track, yeah. off track <laughs> excursions like Adam Cincerello. Yeah, dude, that was, I can, yeah, I can appeal that to the MCC. That one, if they would have docked me, they kind of. This go. is the perfect. They time didn't to dock do it. you. No. no, they gave me a, a warning, and then the next time I got the track, they docked. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are the Adam Cincerello of the North. Okay, yeah, but the one was I couldn't see shit, so that's technically not my fault. And the first one, dude, there was Derek Schuster and Kevin Tyler, where because like. Tyler Medallia and I came in as left-hander with two lappers with about three laps to go, right? So we're going for it. I think it was second or third. We're going for it. I come in, dude, lapper, squares up the turn, smokes my front wheel coming out of the turn because he saw Tyler, but he didn't see me, which is fine. Racing incident. Dude, I hang like a hard left because he almost cleaned me out. 
and I went to go turn right to go back on the track a little bit. And there's Derek Schuster, Kevin Tyler. Did not like my chances of going through those two guys. <laughs> so I went around. That was right before the finish, right? Yeah. But yeah, what you that. forgot to mention is your throttle arm was <laughs> twisted as far as that thing yeah, would go. There was no hand up. The hand was down. Yeah. Right to the finish line. But it made it, I feel like it made it worse because of how dusty the infield yeah, was. Yeah, no doubt. So, like, when I went through it, it was like a cloud of dust, <laughs> like in front of everybody who was watching the race. Right in front of everybody, it was just a cloud of dust with me just on the other side of it. And I feel like that was not good. Hindsight, you see, learn from that. 2020, I'm gonna try and go from two cuts to one. <laughs> Cut it in half. How many did you do in uh, 2018? I didn't get docked once. But how many cuts did you do? I didn't get docked once. <laughs> I pled the fifth. Cuts. I pled the fucking fifth. Or 10th, whatever, amendment. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> no, I don't think I cut the track that year. Dude, I don't cut the track nearly as much as... He... I'm not getting into that discussion. Yeah, let's not, let's let's not, not go that. down that. Um, let's not go down that road. Yeah, anyways. I don't think I cut the track once that year. CT cut the track a lot this year. I thought we were... I, we were not going there. I, I kind of want to go down that route because it screwed me once, so... Okay, well, you, you we'll let you hammer that one out. What's I, I don't can, need I any can, black hey, blood going into the fourth. I class. can chalk that fear. one up already. He wants to win. Let's just chalk it up as that. He is yeah. a fierce competitor. Yes, that wants to win Why as we... much as us. Yep. I mean, you guys won if more than more. me, and I didn't know that's how you do it. No, what? Cut the track. Yeah. <laughs> is that how you win? I'm all for it. If that's well, just how make you sure do it. nobody's looking. Yeah. Just, that's like, what I do. Yeah. I've never been caught. I'm putting that into the program this year. Yeah, but. You're just too smart. Me? Too stupid. I did it in front of everybody. <laughs> if it was in the back, Shaw Valley, <laughs> no one would have cared. Probably not. Uh, Probably man. not. Because, yeah. And then I had a flagger. That moto was not good. You're a mess. Huh? You're a mess. Yeah, that moto was a mess. Dude, full sand mode, though. Wait a little. I was pushing that, like, okay. On our team, we don't do 110%. We only do 100%. You say 110%, like, we did disregard. I was pushing that. I was on the rev limit, 100%. I probably should have gone to, like, 85. Or, like, 25. Because you probably would have got better traction at about 25. And a gear higher. (laughs) I, I know my mistakes. And then PG... It was better. Dude. PG. PG was better. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude. Honestly, your, I had your bike brakes. That was not my fault. Hammering on, on that one. Dude, I admire that ride at PG. That was insane. See? These guys get That it, was insane. Hard. I feel like I proved my hardest. But how? I ate a fucking spoonful of concrete and hardened the fuck up. Yeah, no, that was didn't. nuts. But I don't know how you did not get black flagged. Well, his bike wouldn't have been that bad if he wasn't trying to jump, jump. <laughs> were you, you were still setting the thing before the finish line, weren't you? With that? No, no you were double singling. I think you I were was, for a bit. Yeah, yeah, for a couple for laps a until bit. I really realized my <laughs> subframe was broke. I thought it was just 
yeah no i yeah yeah like i don't know my seat's kind of funny well, that's what i thought because like <laughs> Probably mm-hmm. stop while you're ahead. No, 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 no. I just don't know if I can say <laughs> this on the on this podcast. Say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, we, we can, can bleep cut it out. It out. Okay. okay. Yeah, we can cut it. Hondas are known for the seat to pop out a little bit at the top. Tech yeah. tip. Yeah, tech, the, the front tech, tech where the for Honda. gas tank is. Put an electrical tape around the, the thing that goes into the gas tank because they are known to come off. The, the front pops off. So that's originally what I thought I've it was. I've never had one come off. Yeah, but you're... <laughs> Well, you're, what you're like happen- an angel on what a bike, happens man. when you go off a jump and then you sit down Listen as you're landing there's a lot of pressure on that seat it can't handle that i don't care what bike you ride ain't gonna happen this is correct that's a valid point valid issue that i do have that i'm trying to fix yeah hey but 450 i don't need to sit down when i land because there's enough power i'm sure you still will because you won't <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> I but practice, practice, and race. This is the difference, guys. This is pra- practice, probably no sit down. Calgary Moto One, there might be one or two, but Lots we're working. But we're Seven. working on. It. So when you see that, and you, see, you just need to put like you know those one of those fucking, like bug zappers. You just need to put one down so when I sit down, it just zaps my right nut. <laughs> no, I just need to have a headset in your helmet so I can talk to you. Yeah, do they even? They should you, legalize that shot caller. Is it illegal? In the, <laughs> is it illegal in Canada? Do they even care? I feel like you can run it. I, I don't like think they give a really shit work. in Canada. Give it. Could you, you imagine? Could, like tonight, tonight, tonight. Perfect example. Could you imagine me riding with Colt in my ear? <laughs> 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 Dad, stop! Uh, I wouldn't even. I couldn't even talk back because they don't do that yet. I would just be able to hear them. I can't even. Yeah, can't, you need a two way. I need a two way. But I don't talk back to dad because he's knowledgeable. I just, I just go, mm-hmm, and then work on it because 99% of the time he's right. So, I mean, how do you argue with that? <laughs> <laughs> Only takes him two years to realize. <laughs> One and a half. <laughs> One and a half. One, One and three quarters. Three quarters. All right. Cut it in the middle. So do we count this year? Is this like, is this like number 12? What's number 12? It was just like, did we count this? Was it like this year that we figured it out? Or I figured it out? Figured what out? <laughs> yeah, what's number right. 12? Like, you should have my last name. You're right. <laughs> I'm wrong. Oh my gosh. No. no. Let's move on. Next question. On <laughs> Colt's right. What's your questions? You got a question? No questions. All right. Fine. I'm not a question guy. Dylan, you got questions? For who? Anybody. Anyone. This Chris, me, Keela. I got a question for buddy on the bike. Todd. Dude, you crushed that beer pretty quick. (laughs) He's known for that. He's a legend. Attaboy. I got a question for Colt. Oh, shit, he says. It's okay. It's not bad. So, we got a new rider on the team this year. Tanner. Younger guy. You saw what he had to do to me. Is he is like this gonna transform over to him, or are you gonna be like harder or softer? <laughs> I don't feel like Tanner's as wild as you. Man. Yeah, I, I feel like he doesn't have as much guidance. I don't have to put as much guidance into him. <laughs> okay, so softer. <laughs> I'm pretty hard on everybody. This is true. This is true. What was your hardest year of racing? 
hardest year of racing? Yeah. Ooh. First one that pops into mind. Like, I don't know what you mean by hard, but I would say 2013. When Just, you're number nine? Yeah. Do you get yeah. hurt that year? Yeah, I got hurt yeah. that year. At Kamloops, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Is that the year, I think, you went down to Cal at, at Performax, right? I think I was there. You broke Probably. your chain or something, watered Ooh, up Lake Yeah, Elsewhere. that was a bad one. Is that the same year? That might have been, that was either 12 or 13, one of the two years. I think that I think that was twelve. Really? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. I think that was my first year on KTM's, which would have been twelve. It just yeah. wasn't a good go on KTM. You cleaned up first round though, didn't you? I did good for both first rounds, both years, I think. But I can't um remember. yeah, thirteen was uh just with that whole injury and stuff, it was pretty gnarly. Like mm-hmm. and then I don't know, like I got after that injury, I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. Like, it was that bad. Like, I hurt so bad. And, like, just taking painkillers and, like, getting addicted to that shit, it was pretty gnarly. Like, it was not fun. Yeah. Was that hard to, like, come out of, too? Like, the whole painkillers and stuff like that? And I'm uh, assuming- Well, it wasn't too bad. Like, luckily, my wife was pretty good like she was just like you got to get off that shit yeah. like you're going crazy like yeah. it was pretty gnarly like it's just i don't know it just messes with your mind and like it's so easy to be able to just take a pill and feel better instantly mm-hmm. like i was in so much pain it was just like oh i'll take this pill and it'll make me feel better but then you just got to keep on taking that pill and then when you stop taking it it's just like unbelievable pain like it's just terrible mm-hmm. but yeah and the withdrawal from that shit is horrible yeah it's I, awful i don't think they should ever no prescribe yeah. that many pills like i think they've cut back over the years i, I remember think they have yeah quite a bit. one time i got welder's flash and they gave me a whole bottle of oxycot or like percocets or whatever it was I'm like, I don't need this many Percocets. Like, my <laughs> welder's flash is going to be gone in two days. I don't need a whole bottle of Percocets. You just sold it. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You would say that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. His mind's just somewhere else. <laughs> talking about some heavy stuff over here, Dylan. Get God. with it trying to lighten the mood but yeah once back. i got through that it was it was the same thing as always get back on the bike and get back to winning you know like, mm-hmm. yeah but that short little stretch was probably the worst of my career i'd say yeah yeah it seems like from the outside looking in it seems like you're a guy that's very mentally strong and it seems like every year there's a new american that's coming up and it doesn't matter who it is you're just you have the mindset you're going to beat them. I think I one I think it was Dylan Kalen one time told me that it doesn't matter. It's like you could say Ryan Dungey's going to come up to Canada and Colton's just going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to. Well, I guess I got to race him. So that's kind of something I've always always admired over the years of like how resilient you are. It doesn't matter if it's Metcalf or Gurky or whoever it is that's going to come up to Canada. You're just you're mentally strong enough that you know you can beat them if you put the work in. Yeah, I think it's just the only the only advantage that i have from those guys is 
I know the tracks and and all the ins and outs of the tracks and stuff like that. So I definitely have a leg up on them on that. Yeah, they might be more talented. They might be faster than me, but um, I feel like at the same time, they they think differently too. They think, oh, it's going to be a walk in the park yeah. where I think the only guy that didn't think it would be a walk in park was Millsaps. I think he truly thought it was going to be a tough battle and he yeah. came prepared and he obviously dominated there, right? So um, I think that's a big part for the u.s guys coming up they just they they have that u.s i wouldn't want to say yeah i will say uh they have that u.s mentality yeah. that they're the best you know they're gonna come up here and whoop our ass but it's not that easy when they don't know the tracks i know the tracks well i know the ins and outs i know the schedule all that kind of stuff they're new to it and that's a big advantage for sure yeah. Do you ever feel like there was like any regret of you not pursuing something more in the states? Because like you obviously has you had a top five at Southwick one year, I think twenty eleven and or yep. it was twenty eleven. Yeah, you had a top five, and then you got that that Troy Lee ride for the last couple rounds. Is there any regrets of not trying to pursue that more, or um maybe a little bit when I was younger, um, but if you're not in the top three or I would say top five, maybe, but probably top three. They really don't care about you. They don't, they, they're more about their own. They're patriotic. They like their U.S. Yeah. guys. And if they're going to get somebody that's foreigner, they're going to get a, a guy that has the potential to win. Yeah. And I was never really quite that guy. So, um, you know, I, Maybe wish I would have went down there when I was younger a little bit more, but I did the Supercross uh, West Coast a couple of years and did okay. Yeah. I got a couple couple top 15s. Yeah. Um, I think my best finish was maybe like a 12th or something like that, but um, I'm pretty happy with what I accomplished down there. And um, But yeah, it just never really worked out. And I mean, for me, racing in Canada, I could make a good living and I could have fun doing it. I could have my off season um, and I can enjoy my family. Yeah. Um, if I were to go down there um, at the beginning part of my career, it would probably be all right. Like, cause I would just have a girlfriend or whatever. I could travel, wouldn't worry about kids and stuff. Um, but you know, like obviously like the last five or six years having kids and stuff, you want to be towards home and stuff like that and it's i don't know it's you got to think about your your quality of life and yeah when you're going down if you were to race down there it's uh what 17 rounds of supercross 12, 12, 12 rounds of outdoors 12 rounds of outdoors you don't get a break like, yeah it's literally it's you're going all year round and in canada the most seasons that i did was just 10 rounds of outdoors, nine mm -hmm. rounds of outdoors, eight rounds of outdoors, whatever it was. Um, with the new series, it's obviously a little bit more, but uh, I get that off time with my family and I can enjoy it and be a normal person for a, a long part of the season. And I feel like that's why a lot of guys like Villapoto and some of those guys retire so early is they're just 
they're burnt out they can't do it like it's a, it's a lot you you just want to have a normal life at that point yeah right? for sure yeah i i don't know if you remember this but man i was really young it was, I was probably like 12 or 13 I uh, went down and stayed with the Wilsons and you were, I don't know if you remember this, but I was, you were staying at the Wilsons too. And uh, yeah, I remember the first, I think it might've been the first year you run a, I think you run a Richmond Cowie and you were doing the West Coast Supercross. I was kind of curious if you remember me as a little guy. Did you come down with somebody else? I was just, just me. Just I just, flew, I just flew down and uh, stayed with the Wilsons for, I don't know. I must've been like 12. Yeah, it was a long. T- I remember we went. Uh, we went to a track. I might have been the Hemet Supercross track. J Law was there on a cow. On a, no, he was on a Suzuki. And I got a sick picture of you on my flip phone because I just got a phone. <laughs> and you're like, dude, you got to send that to me. And I'm like, I don't think you can send photos. <laughs> That's curious. Awesome. I was just curious if you remembered that. That was a long time ago. I remember bits and pieces of that like I, the thing that sticks out to me there is the one time I, I think i was washing filters out in the laneway or whatever biodegradable no toil and andy comes out and just rips oh, me yeah. a new asshole yeah. like he was pissed that i was washing on his nice concrete and then another time i was just sitting on his couch and i had my feet up and he came in and he's like what the f- you do with your feet on my coat. <laughs> yeah. Like he lost it on a few times. Like he was, he was strict. Yeah. Like, you remember any good fights of, I remember, I think, I don't know if you were there this time, but oh, we, I was, I think I was washing the motorhome for the, I was washing their motorhome. And then all of a sudden I look in the garage and Dean and Andy are throwing seat, like seats and stuff across the garage <laughs> at each oh, other. Yeah. They had some good scraps. They got into it a few times <laughs> for sure. Uh, the old Scottish with yeah. Scottish in them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this. We went to one track. Um, I think Mike Grant took us out there. It was a private track. I, I want to say it was off like the 241 or something. It was like there was a super cross track on the flat. And then there was like a sick outdoor track up on the hill. They have that sick hip jump. Yeah. On yeah. 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 I remember yeah. that day. That was. Yeah, that was cool. I remember that day because I only went out to that track once, but. I don't remember you being there. Yeah, I was there. I was, you right. probably don't even, I was so, so young. I, I was shit. Probably. I was shit at the time, <laughs> but yeah. I was just curious if you remember that, those days. I just remember I was so shit. I was so scared on that Supercross track. Cause yeah. like, I never rode Supercross before that. And like, I think the first time was at that farm track with the, it was like by the cow place. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was when J Law was out there with the, on okay. the Suzuki. He was like rolling the track and you were like, you were riding pretty good. Do you there. remember me casing the triple? Yeah, like I remember that. Breaking my foot peg. Off? Yeah, I remember that. That was my like my first day. I felt like such a beginner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where my first trip to California. <laughs> yeah, I was like twelve years old. My dad just like, oh yeah, get on this plane and go stay with the Wilsons for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, so, yeah, way back. We were friends on MSN Messenger. I don't know how you don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> Jared's just fanboying hard. Right yeah, now. I was. I know, Colt was probably the first pro I ever met. I even met Colt before I even met you. I was I was I was not pro. I know that. <laughs> I know you were a pro, but I know I, I, I know I met it. Colt before I met you. I was just curious if you remember the days. Yeah, I was like twelve. I didn't start racing or riding until I was twelve. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's impressive. Late bloomer. Late late, late, late bloomer. Late starter. Like Kevin Winner. 
Didn't he start late? Brayton, Justin Brayton started late, he said. Yeah. Darcy Lange started pretty late, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Aaron Harvey started late. You were a teammate with him. He started late yeah. when he was like 16 or something like that. Yeah. No. That's what Dean was He was like us. 16 when he was on the team. Really? 18. Hmm. Yeah, he was 18. Really? Yeah. I just remember Dean. I, remember he's, I know he started like maybe he was 14 or something, but he picked like, it up quick. Yeah. What's he doing these days, Aaron Harvey? Still driving around with his Red Bull helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting mass. He, there's that one massive jump out at Reno. Oh, yeah. You know, see like that video? the power lines. Yeah. yeah. I see videos every now and again. Uh, I'm pretty sure the last one I saw, he still had his Red Bull helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> Reminiscent of the old days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From like 07, 08. Yeah. Hanging on to it. Should, should we get into some questions? Oh boy, sure. Not steezy. Let's get into some. Yeah, not, not, I think we use this all up. Fire, fire yeah. up some. Let's get into some Cody Litaw questions. I missed a few minutes, so if I ask whether Terrence or Blake, <laughs> first one here from uh, Shellboy MX. Talk to the mic. Well, first one from Shellboy MX here. Do you like racing at Wild Rose? Who's that one for? Either one. Both, Both of, of you guys. Yeah. All four. Yeah. I love Wild love Rose. It. I think it's awesome. It's like one of the best tracks in the series. It's got probably the best elevation. Awesome dirt. Yeah, I was going to say it's probably. Sometimes it's probably the, the prep three. of it isn't the greatest, but I think uh, when it's prepped, it's probably one of the yeah, best tracks like out there. Tough one, though, because it's so windy a lot of the yeah. time. Yeah, like the 2018, dust, it was so like, windy. I feel like the only issue is kind of the dust and maybe some rocks in Shaw Valley a little bit. But, I mean, the dust is tough because of the sun that comes over the hill and with the wind i mean you yeah. either make it a mud fest in the morning and hopefully you have enough moisture or you kind of chase it it's i don't know it's super exposed up there on the hill that's like, it it's not that's a lot it. of yeah. coverage and yeah 2018 i remember it was super windy all morning we're like shit this track's gonna be dry as a bone that's yeah. what makes it special you get smoke you get wind <laughs> you get all <laughs> sorts of smoke this year was gnarly hail oh, yeah. hail yeah, yeah. hail. It's usually it like it used to be like one moto was hail. Usually the second 450 <laughs> moto was hail. Probably like <laughs> yeah. a second 450 moto like two years ago at like 6:30 at night with the sun over the hill. Oh yeah, they were running. Shit. That was the first year of the triple crown, yeah, and they yeah, were running yeah, yeah. super behind. Like, dude, not even behind. They were like a day late. <laughs> <laughs> Mazda run it on Sunday. Yeah. Well, I. D- the 450 moto almost should have been postponed to Sunday because of how dangerous the sun was at going over the international, international and yeah, stuff. You can't like see it was shit. Bad. It was yeah, bad. It really. Yeah. Yeah, but no top. I, I I would say top three like track. Yeah. As long as it's prepped well. It's one that well. it's one that yep. I can't see not being on the circuit. It has yeah, to. Yeah, I, I can't see it not. Has to be the only thing I don't like is the concrete start. That's got to go. Yeah, I hate that. I, hate every every track that has a concrete start, I feel like it's. Like early two thousands, it's gotta yeah get rid of it. Yeah, go great, great, great start. I feel like I feel like we could, we should go great start. Why not? It's like GPs go great start. Evens out the playing field. Yeah, it does. I'm down with it. It's the same. Don't have to pick a bunch of shitty gates. No, the gate the gate staging would go a lot quicker. Yep. Yeah, you don't have to prep anything. Yeah, you don't have to prep shit. Pick something. Yep. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like it would be a positive because series. Write that down, triple crown. Triple crown. Great start. Write it down. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. So it comes from Dom Petruska. Uh, biggest struggle from 2019? Half a bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Prince George. PG first moto. Half a bike. It was a little bit of a struggle. Honestly, the rest of my season actually went pretty good. So either second moto Calgary or first moto PG. You didn't feel like any towards the end of the season, you didn't feel any pressure, like building pressure because you had the points lead. You didn't, that wasn't really in the, in your mind. You're just like, I'm going to go f- beat these guys anyway. Like, it was like the first time I've ever been in that position, right? Having the points lead kind of heading towards the last round. And I mean, I honestly, it was weird. Like I actually didn't feel that much pressure. I think the only day I felt pressure wasn't even race day. I went practicing, uh, I think Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday before Walton at a track. I went out, did my, I normally do like a warm up two thirties. I went out, did my warm up, and I was like, I was like, I can't f- ride today. I'm going home. Like I just, I literally did 15 minutes, loaded up, went home, didn't ride all week. Cause I was like, I can't get hurt. And it was just like, and when you're riding and that's all, that's the only thing that's going through your head, mm-hmm. it's Don't not, get hurt. you Don't know, get... it's not, it's not good. Yeah. So that, that would be the only like struggle and then on race day i literally just like even walton or deshambo was a little bit different because of like muddy conditions and shitty yeah it was just like just get good results i was like it kind of sucked because my win streak kind of ended but i was just like going in the day i was like just just get good results kind of take a page out of colt's book like you don't need to win every moto but you gotta be there yeah you know be there and keep just chugging along don't even gotta ride during the season man yeah this guy doesn't ride but even at walton man Going into the day, I literally, I told Kyle, I'm like, dude, we're not changing a single thing today. I said, we're going to line up on that gate and we're going to go win this first moto. That's the way to do it. You know, and you like, that's, if you just ride like every other weekend, cause it was going, it was going well. I was just like, we just do the same thing mentally prep the same way and just prep like you're going out to win. I feel like, I feel like that's kind of why I just, I just like. In that first moto, I could have like settled into a third place spot and clinched it, but I feel like that would have been worse for me because I would have just been thinking about championship. And I mean, even though you think about it a little bit, like when you're in third and they're like you want to win, I feel like you're feeling good. You kind of just ride the flow a little bit. Let's be honest, you weren't thinking about anything out there. You were just wide open throttle, going for the win. No, I was a little easier on the clutch than normal. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to fry a clutch on the Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, I mean, the only thing you can't do is DNF, right? So yeah. it's like, you got to be a little bit yeah, conscious, but, but like mentally prep as is like any other weekend. <laughs> honestly, you looked super solid though, like at Walton last round. Like you would have, even this, even you had it wrapped up after the first moto, you still went out there and crushed every one second moto. So it's pretty impressive to see that. It's yeah. always easy to it's easier after you yeah after you, yeah then, then it's like then the pressure's, the pressure off. Is pressure's off right yeah. Yeah. but i mean also like i feel like i kind of knew deep down that that was going to be my last two of the outdoor race so i feel like even for me it was kind of just like i almost had like a little chip on my shoulder like i want to go out yeah at the 250 class winning the last outdoor race too yeah you know what i mean it was kind of like for me because i knew we are we we're already talking 450 and stuff before the end of the season so i, I kind of knew a little bit that it was coming so it was like i didn't want to and the last race of the season, not on yeah. top, right? Same so, thing with Hamilton. I was like, I'm probably not going to win the Supercross Championship, but I want to win that last race. Yeah. You know? So there was no thought of like, maybe I'll run the number one plate. There's not too, there's not too much that goes through his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Give me some credit. No, Col- Colton and I actually discussed that a little bit, quite a bit. The 250, 450 kind of thing. We went back and forth quite a bit, him and I, and Derek. It was a pretty long decision, a little bit. 
but right after Walt and I already started prepping for a 450V in case that's kind of what we went. So I've yeah. like, like even before Supercrosses, I only rode a 250 like one day before the Supercross events. I was riding outdoors 450 the rest of the time, that whole Supercross kind of portion because we already had the Triple Crown kind of wrapped up and we knew that next year was probably going to be a big bike. So we just yeah. wanted to get seat time and a little bit of testing and stuff too. Cool. Kind of have a little bit of a jump start already and not go to Florida full yeah. fresh. I wanted to ride, wanted you to ride 450 in those last couple motos. Yeah, he wanted me to double class the last two arena, uh, super crosses. Or, yeah. <laughs> didn't happen though. It didn't happen. Logistically. I, yeah, logistically. And I mean, if we let's all blame that on Derek. Let's just blame that on Derek. Yeah, sure. Derek, yeah. Drop the ball. Could have what was your biggest struggle of 2019? Dealing with this. Guy. I, 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 knew that. <laughs> I was just about to say, it's dealing with me. Uh, the no. loose cannon over oh, here. Oh, man. I don't, I don't even know what. I like, want to hear this one. Struggle of 2019. I would say go for dunes. Just like, man, like I was just, I wasn't feeling good going in that round. And just to like get through that round was a struggle. Like. I don't know anybody that like if you're if you're like if you're having a perfect day at Gopher Dunes like that's near impossible like and I was having a bad day going in so I knew it was gonna be bad and so it was just that day was a struggle to get through. Track was awkward this year too. It was just there was no flow. Oh, that was, it was great. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a one-one. Water truck roads, bro. Water truck roads. <laughs> no, yeah, Gopher was tough this year. Yeah, it was tough. There was no flow. It, yeah, it was. You had to just bang off of everything. Just yeah, there was no. I don't know if anybody smelt felt smelt <laughs> felt smooth that whole week. Like, I, I know I didn't. Alessi, maybe. Like what got into him? He felt something else. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Like, what do you guys think happened there? He brought his motor home. We we talked about this in the last podcast. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. I didn't listen to it. Sorry. You should go back and listen to the last one with this guy. Oh, yeah, okay. we we go in depth about it. But I don't know, man. Can I have the Coles notes? What's that? Coles notes. From the last podcast. Yeah. He brought his motorhome. I don't know. Okay. What was in the yeah, motorhome? We don't know. We can leave it at that. I don't know. I, yeah, I Air don't know what's going on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, that, that have you been ball. up there in the GDR semi? Yeah. It gets pretty hot up there. Why do you think we have winter coats on right now? We used to have two air conditioners. One broke. It doesn't really I, keep up in that. <laughs> and guess who sits weather. by the one air conditioner that we have up there? Hey. Jake Trico. <laughs> i'm up here on the totem pole you're down there you might be a little higher this year i hope i get an air conditioner <laughs> i'm some of the hot ones sandily i'm trying to put my under armor on dude the struggle was real <laughs> uh, sandily was hot this year. hey how about yeah how about them cutting the motos down that's bullshit i, I don't know the same Cole, thing. i don't know i don't we colt and i haven't discussed this yet but. i was good with that <laughs> he's, on his, he's on his last year he's good with shorter yeah. motos see like even though i won i still feel like it's bullshit yeah it might be 29 degrees feels like 40 but 
I mean, dude, the top like if you don't do your homework. Yeah, that's what yeah. separates the men from the boys. Did they it, don't do that in the states. Did it change the outcome of the motos though? I mean, probably not. But I mean, could it have? Could have. We it, don't know. What if they left him long and some guy passed out and died? Well, that probably would have. Which has happened. Yeah. Go for Dunes, two K fourteen. That was fucking hot too. I remember pass. I remember passing out at the wrong trailer after that race. That was hot. I don't think it's a bad thing. No, you're okay with it. I'm okay, you're okay with, with it. it. Okay. I'm indifferent. Yeah. I kind of think it's a bitch move. They don't do that in the states. But. Yeah, but then yeah. But it's a question of. No, like, I totally get. I, I get both sides. I get it. No. Yeah, but how many guys down there are taking IVs? between motos it's true that's yeah. what we were talking about in the last podcast 95 yeah, percent. yeah, yeah. yeah exactly i mean are we allowed they don't say no here yeah i'm they, pretty sure there's a rule there's got to be a rule i, I don't how know do there they, is how are they gonna yeah, prove it i don't it? think there's a rule how Canada. are they gonna prove it even that it, are they coming into your motorhome or wherever you are exactly they that's don't the thing. know that's the thing well fuck, maybe we should be doing ivs Saline bags. All right. Got you covered next year, bud. We're talking nurse, nurse Colt. Text, yeah. Text Weird Derek right now. We were talking in the last podcast. Uh, Todd brought up uh, how I can't remember what pro. Do you even know what pro was? You want to tell me this story? No, no you were telling Stuart. this. No, I was. You said, Stuart. no, he said that. Um, oh, yeah, the Stuart story about how someone showed up to Will Call it was like, I'm here to give Stuart his IVs. But Todd's like, yeah, he knew a pro. He was talking to a pro that's like, yeah, I dated a nurse and she's. She oh, yeah, snuck out like, saline bags. That's how he got his IVs. Yeah. They don't know. They can't test for it. No, I can't. Can't test. You. I don't know. I still don't feel like I like. To me, that's cheating. So I, I wouldn't do it. I, no, I yeah, don't do I anything get, to no. cheat. I would never take performance enhancing drugs. Do I would anything. take that shit every day. No, Let's you go. wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Why not? Just playing devil's advocate. Why not, yeah. man? Why not? Yeah, what's I don't know. Me? I feel like I like I like to win fair and square, and I feel like if I'm taking something, it gives me an advantage that someone else doesn't but have. But you I cut do. the track and take the water truck roads. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly why the re- like the reason why like like I feel like there has to be a level re- a level of respect between the riders. Like you don't want to take somebody out to win a race. Like yeah, maybe it's for the championship stuff like that. But that yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You don't, That's wanna, a... you don't want to take someone out to win the race. Wow, I might take somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. It's such a gray area. It I, is. I, I don't know, especially in Canada, man. Because like, I feel like it's wide open, but I feel like none of us do it. Just well, I, I speak for I speak for both of us because that's I don't know what everybody else is doing. You speak for yourself. I can speak for myself. I, well, I kind of know what you're doing. I kind of know. I'm up there with them, so I, I don't know. I'll speak for <laughs> myself, anyways. But I feel like. I feel like everybody doesn't do it just because like of the level of respect that yeah. we all kind of have. I mean, it's just, we don't do it because dude, one person does it and not one other guy does it. And then it, I don't, I don't want to put shit in my body that I don't know what the f- it's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? for sure. I, I think people do it though. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we think does it though? Oh, f- I don't know. Listen I to the last podcast. Do you think <laughs> I do it? <laughs> I don't you think, think I do no, it. No, no but I think I think there's I think there's people that do, and for I mean, sure, him and I know some people that have. Yeah. Oh but yeah, for sure. Topher Ingles. 
Uh, <laughs> kind of along the same lines. We're not naming names. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, that was a question? No. <laughs> question no. Water boy. no. Uh, I feel like I didn't answer the question that led up to that, but that's okay. No, you're okay. You're good. We're good. I don't even remember. What Next question is from Victoria Mintenko. Do you feel that riding or racing has made you a better person and how so? Dylan, that's you. That's me. <laughs> that's you. Dude, I, I love racing as a passion, but God damn it probably saved my life, dude. Like, I don't know where I would be without moto. Yeah. You know, like growing up, focus was all moto. All my friends, dude, drinking, drugs, chicks. Like all your friends in school? Yeah, friends in school, friends in town. Yeah. Whatever, everybody. And like all I had was that one dream, that one focus that kept me out of that kind of like shitty group of dudes. And would go to the, just go to the track and, and just go ride and focus on like, my goal and like friday night you know everybody would go to a party i'd be in the gym yeah you know it just kind of kept me away from that group of dudes and i have a couple of group of dudes that are fucking homeless right now downtown ottawa so i mean it's just it sucks it's, it's life but i feel like it kind of kept me on the right path because i mean i'm i kind of like i have a I, I like to talk to people i like to like try new shit and stuff like that and i feel like just like with moto it just kind of kept my concentration on one thing and uh yeah no I, I don't know where i would be without moto because that's all i've done it's all i've ever known and yeah i mean i feel like it saves a lot of our lives from even like even like going through relationship issues like if i'm like pissed off and i need something to just clear my mind i'll just go out and do like a trail ride for an hour super mellow and just like clear your mind and come back and then then you can really think about something you know like it's kind of like a way to a way to just get your mind off something because you have to focus so much while you're on a bike you don't think about anything else and it's just i find it almost like soothing sometimes um just to go out moto ride with your buddies you know just brings it back to perspective sometimes in everyday life of just like you know keeps you on a straight line because you get even while you're riding like sometimes you yeah you're thinking about like what you're doing on the bike but sometimes like it's like if you're pissed off man you can like think about that while you're on the bike a little bit and it, i don't know it kind of just it helps me in every like in life in general and that's probably why i'll keep riding for a long time because i almost need that you know that time of just being alone and you know just chilling riding you know yeah, yeah it's almost totally like get in it. a weird way that it like as high pace as that as it is it almost like slows your mind down yeah. in a way it cal- yeah. like it calms you down right like just think about even amateur moto you come back from a motor you're piss right off you go back out and you come back in and you're good to go again you have a great moto and all of a sudden you forget about everything that's it that's it that's it that's it yeah colt anything to add no i think i think that's the best part about moto is like it kind of you know like growing up for me like i kind of the same instance as dylan like i had friends that you know got off into that bad gray area and i always had something to focus on and it just it kept me on the straight and narrow and and yeah it's just i love the sport for that like it's a good family sport it's good good sport for just keeping you in line i think like yeah and i think that's that's with any sport too like when i like being a dad myself i just i want my kids to be involved in sports and have something to 
aspire to be or or whatever i just i don't know it's such a tough world to grow up in right now that you just it's scary to think like to have a kid that will go down that path like i just want the best for my kids and and you know whatever it takes you know i know my parents spent probably thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to get me to where i'm at and i think that's worth it to to put your kid down the right path like it doesn't matter how much you spend to be able to get them to do that yeah yeah solid yeah. this question's from dman615 and colton you kind of already answered but you can change it if you want <laughs> uh favorite track on the triple crown series and why go for dunes that's <laughs> <laughs> it dylan go for dunes baby there we go best track in circuit sand i'm a kind of sand guy go for dunes yeah we're good gdr next. baby love it hayden halstead sticking strictly to sand next year <laughs> he's doing east coast east coast uh canadian oh he's only doing three outdoors canadian he's gonna do that so how, well, i like him i like hayden good dude yeah solid guy yeah i like him too dude do you do we think he dies of heat stroke at the florida national this year his head fries is he training what do, uh, what's he doing i mean i don't i don't know so he's doing east coast like, outdoors ama and th- uh walton sandley and, and Wal- uh, walton sandley and gopher canadian not nationals a, not a bad schedule for a privateer guy yeah, yeah. for well, a guy east coast guy yeah not bad take a week to it's do probably cheaper going down there than yeah. oh yeah for sure. sure right for sure yeah yeah not, not a bad, bad schedule he'll survive He'll be all right. Yep. Next question. He's a tough dude. Yeah. Next question is from uh, DJ Burmy. When is Dylan <laughs> going to grow the greasy stash again? Oh no! Oh, I hope <laughs> never. I I am I am living in Quebec, and the French <laughs> French chicks dig a stash. <laughs> the tickler. The <laughs> tickler. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Burmy, good dude. Boots and hearts. Who's this guy? Manitoba. From, uh, yeah, Manitoba. Manitoba. Or Saskatchewan or Manitoba? You, know Manitoba. Yeah, you went yeah, to yeah. Boots oh. and Hearts? Oh, dude. No he way. did? Or you did? We went together. Oh. Dang. Hey, before, <laughs> before Barry National. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember. So we, we go to Boots and Hearts. I didn't drink that much. That much. Yeah. DJ. <laughs> DJ. Was this when you were on Honda's? Maybe. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> why is this kid going to this concert? No, no, dude. They didn't. You guys didn't. Oh, I did tell Derek. I told him. I was like, hey, yeah, I no, got tickets. I, I Do you know. mind if I go? Derek was good with it. He was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. I wasn't good with that. Colt wasn't good with it. <laughs> so we go. Anyway, DJ's hammered out of his mind. And then, uh, so we get back. It was all good. No worries. Dropping off at the track. Went home. Came back a little late, a little late for signing. Next day, show up. Colt's a little grumpy with me, but I didn't drink that much. I was just out late. You won that weekend, didn't you? Well, that's where I'm going. <laughs> I Colt, I said, Colt, I'm gonna fucking win this weekend. And yeah, and no, I, you got lucky that weekend. Come, I didn't get. What are you talking about? <laughs> you got lucky. What do you mean? I'm pretty sure you got lucky. No, you I got like- lucky championship wise. 
I think it lucky moto wise though. I think you got lucky moto both wise. No. Uh, didn't yeah. Ryan no. Surratt like well, wash his so I went. I went three one. Yeah, and you're yeah, you're lucky. I'm lucky to go three one for the overall. Yeah. Should have went one one. <laughs> if I if I wouldn't have went to boots, if I wouldn't went to boots and hires, ladies and gentlemen, would have went one one. <laughs> Probably <laughs> the first moto, you're still sweating out all the booze. Yeah, I didn't. Exactly. I, do, I, I don't. I I I physically do not drink during the season. It was just a late night at a gnarly country concert. Mm. So you're telling me you didn't drink? Yeah, that much. That much. <laughs> I didn't drink. <laughs> you just told us that you didn't drink that much. Yeah, yeah you're drink. so full of shit. I didn't drink. <laughs> you're so full of shit. Your eyes are brown. No, they're blue. I think. No, they're brown right now. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Anyways, I got the overall that weekend, so it was good. But yeah, DJ Burmy, shout good out, dude. Boots and Hearts, shout out. Awesome guy. You're Stash is coming back. Stash, Stash will be back at one point. But I feel like I'm going to have to, like, grow my hair out a little bit, run, like, the dirty, like, kind of mullet with the stash to be super French. Oh, but I'm not I'm not French. going man bun French because that's, like, a little bit too much for me. And I think Colt would chop it off in the hotel room. <laughs> but, yeah, no. The stash will come back eventually. It's – I got to I gotta work on it, though. It's It's got to be – it's got to be dirty. Paul? Who wants a mustache ride? Hop on, baby. <laughs> So yeah, no boots and hearts since then. Just saying. That's what gets you championships. <laughs> Who's yeah. your favorite country singer? It's a tough one. Luke Bryan. You weren't even listening when you were there. You were just you were just so smashed. You <laughs> can't even remember the show. Oh, at the at the show? Yeah. Dude, I don't I don't even remember who played that night. <laughs> <laughs> he was Imagine. lit. No, 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 no. Dude, I drove back. Doesn't mean you weren't lit. <laughs> <laughs> True. No, man. It uh, it might no. It was Keith Urban actually. I think. Good show. Good dude. Good show. Uh, Have you ever been to Boots and Hearts? Anybody? Never. No. Never Anybody? heard of this. Biggest. No. You need to go. You're retired. I've been you can to go. one concert. One. Yeah. I've been to maybe two. <laughs> We're pretty cheap. Anybody who doesn't know Colton and I, pretty cheap dudes. Yeah, we don't like to spend money. I mean, you don't have not, to go in to catch not the concert. JSR cheap, but we're cheap. No, we don't sell uh, used. <laughs> we don't sell used tubes at the fucking provincials <laughs> for ten bucks. <laughs> oh, good old, good old JSR. Yeah, good times. Oh, yeah, boots shit. and hearts. Everybody have to experience it at least once. It's gnarly. Boots and hearts. Boots All right, and hearts. we'll go. Boots any more hearts. questions? Right, Toronto, got, any more good ones? Uh, one more here from uh, Artie Ostrowski. Uh, he says, uh, how do you overcome crashing or an injury? He's recently broke his arm. He's nervous to ride again. Harden the f*** up. <laughs> <laughs> Colt, Colt says, eat a, spool, eat a spoon full of f***ing concrete and harden the f*** up. No, but legit. Like, we need to help this guy out. What was the question? He broke his... He- <laughs> <laughs> he broke that his bottle arm. of wine done he, over yeah there? he's he's polished her off he's uh, good cult. good colts <laughs> coming out yeah yeah he he broke his arm poor guy crashed broke his arm he's a little bit scared to come back what how mentally how do we what, what's the what's what's the news well do not take any painkillers <laughs> they will f- you up okay and you can't hurt doing anything 
Yeah, this yeah, is hurt true. Walking yeah. across the street. I broke my arm yeah. on a fucking swing once. Really? Most yeah. time uh, that I got hurt, it was doing stupid shit on the bike. I mean, or just freak accidents. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just accept it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I quit racing in uh, 2016 because I got a really bad concussion in Regina 2015. Then all of a sudden, I'm at work and I get hit in the head with a beam, a steel beam. And I'm like, I got a concussion doing that. So I'm like, Fuck, what am I doing? I might as well just go back to racing. I'm like, I can't just avoid everything. I'm going to hit my head twice. I'm just going to go back to riding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I can't just, I can't just avoid what I want to do, right? Just because you could get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it, I don't. Even you just can't it, have that in your mind. I think, right? If you enjoy riding, dude. Just hop back on the bike. Start slow. If you're like, it'll take two laps. Yeah, you'd be back up, sending it. Smart. Yeah, just don't be an idiot. Yeah, yeah just get back. I don't on. feel like every and time ride I... and ride to your abilities. Yeah. A lot of a lot of guys sometimes when they're new on a bike, they get hurt because they try and ride over their head or try and do a jump that maybe they should wait a year to Dylan. do. It. And me 2014 <laughs> <laughs> try and do a jump or something that they probably shouldn't be able shouldn't be doing at their skill level and i mean that's how they get hurt if you ride within your within your means i mean 95 percent of the time you're gonna be okay yeah just be patient kind of slowly yeah. build your way up yeah and don't be like don't be pissed off if one buddy's faster just work on it work on your riding and eventually you'll probably pass it you know yeah. what I mean? don't be greedy yeah Go at your own pace. It'll come. Yeah. I got For sure. five quick questions. You get one word answer. Best after party. Walton twenty 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 nineteen. Do you remember that? <laughs> do you remember that? I can, I'm pretty sure I came up to you. I'm like, hey, congrats for the on the championship. You're like, Bleh. whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Whiskey, dude. That cr- that Canadian club. Dude, every two seconds you were back over there. Taken over the pump. Taken a couple shots. Yeah. This is okay. This is where this is where Colton came in after. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you something about winning a championship. Don't accept shots from everybody after <laughs> I'm demolished at <laughs> eight o'clock at night. <laughs> Puke, uh, dude. My trailer is never gonna be the same again. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay, next question. Colt, favorite after party. You got ten seconds. 10 seconds? Five. It's supposed to be a one-word answer, but oh, I like that. Answer. No. Montreal, Montreal, dude, I feel like I've got to it out. I don't got any good ones. Dude, Europe. Every, every Europe. One. What? Europe after party with Beats. beats. Europe? With Beats. Oh, I think I heard about this one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good one. Which one are we talking about? Oh, I don't. He doesn't um, remember it. I don't, I don't remember either. I think Beats told me about it. <laughs> we can what just, I, I heard it. On. Next question. Next question. What's your favorite non-moto hobby? Cool. Xbox, golf. Dude. Riding my dirt bike. I don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you you're don't road a, bike? You don't mountain bike? You're such a loser. Nah. I, I actually enjoy road biking until I got smoked by a car this winter i don't really oh yeah no shit nobody enjoys road bike dude it's soothing i like it he's got dude he's got he rides it in the winter inside right there why i got studs on my mountain bike too why why not or mountain biking mountain bike is pretty fun i like mountain bike mountain Mountain climbing there's some good road biking out here (laughs) by black diamond 
There's yeah. some nice hill. That's really nice scenery. Like I don't, I don't overview bike, of the mountains. I don't, I don't road bike sick. much anymore. Over it. Too many cars. People texting. Yeah. You get yeah, hit no by, shit. You I hit, get it. Hit by a white BMW. Starts to suck. <laughs> That's why I go out by Black Diamond. There's no cars. You're just on the road by yourself. Yeah. Mountain biking, I'll say now. I do a lot more mountain biking. Mountain bikes where it's at. Yeah. Yep. Next question. For sure. It's your cheesiest guilty pleasure. Moxie's white chocolate brownie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Mountain climbing. Feet. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Mount Mount <laughs> <laughs> pleasure. Oh shit. Uh, Me too. For Colt, but what's your favorite game on Xbox? Ooh, NHL. NHL. Well, it's kind of a 50-50 NHL Battlefield. Call of Duty. Do you play Call of Duty versus Cole Thompson? No. no. Call of Duty sucks. Dude, Call of Duty is the shit. What are you talking about? Call of Duty. PS4. Hey, PS4 or Xbox, everybody. PS4 or Xbox. Uh, Xbox. Yeah, I have an Xbox. Year old kids. I got none. I have an Xbox. Sorry, man. PS4. PS4. Call of Duty, the new one, pretty dope. I played the first Modern Warfare. That's all I played. I don't even know which one the new one is. I played it for about. I don't. Do they have like Modern Xbox. Warfare one, two, and then they go back to like the Stone Age or whatever. I don't fucking know. So, PS4, Call of Duty, everybody. No. Okay. Sure. Last question: West Coast or East Coast? setting in a question for this guy it's east coast for sure or tracks or are we talking just coast are we talking like canada u.s like canada we'll say we'll we'll limit it to canada are we talking scenery or dirt bike whatever you want whatever you want i'm gonna go scenery west coast dirt biking east coast (laughs) (laughs) he's got to answer carefully because his family's from the west I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know what we're putting this into context. Like, favorite tracks. Favorite tracks? Let's narrow it down to tracks. Oh, sure. Tracks? East Coast. I'd go West Coast for sure. There you go. Dude. West Coast tracks is shit. Yeah. West Coast. Gotta say, Prince George's PG. Calgary. I like, I don't know about you guys. McNab's sick. sick. Dude, sick? I call it McNab's kind of East Coast. What was the other one? Uh, Popcom, obviously. No. <laughs> Not Popcom. Okay. I uh, fucking love Popcom. Kamloops. We just had three this year. Dude, yeah, we only, this East year Coast. we had three. East Coast. Go for That's only one on the East. Sandalee. I like Sandalee. I do not like Sandalee. I like Sandalee more than like Deshaun. I fucking hate Deshaun. Deshaun Bro. Deshaun is probably. Sandalee, great practice track. Funnest track ever. Yes. Yep. Right. Racing. No one line a little, little bit. Tight. Do you yeah. guys remember the year they added like this one Dude, random Deschambeau. back section? Deshambo. Deshambo. It's except for that. It's a practice jump. track. Okay. I, yeah, I hate I, I I wrecked two wheels on that stupid. I gotta move jump. up to the four fifty class. I've jumped that jump once and I'm scared shitless. <laughs> I jumped it every So if anybody sees me roll that jump at about three quarters of the way through a moto this year, don't you'll know why I'm scared of it. Like yeah, I, I hate that. Everybody jump. is. I hate that jump. I hit that first, is, hey, the first time I jumped it. that jump was the one of the first motos first lap. Yeah, you I didn't, didn't do it. Ju- I yeah. didn't even jump it in practice. Yeah, but I, I jumped got the it whole once. shot and I was like, screw it. Yeah. I got the whole shot. Let's just jump it. Yeah, I jumped it once two years. I didn't even jump it this year. Not once. I jumped it two years ago. It's because you're. Yeah, soft. I remember you. You passed you're me. Soft. You passed me in 2018. I'm soft, like, I was jumping yeah, it, and then yeah, you weren't yeah. jumping. I'm like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't be jumping it. Soft, soft. 
I wrecked two wheels on that damn jump. Yeah. I hit it once. First lap because I knew people were jumping it. And I was like second place. And I was like, ain't getting landed on off this thing. And that's the only reason I jumped it. And I just knuckled it. And I was like, got a little gap. And I was like, never fucking hit it again. Stupid jump. Yeah, that's a fucking stupid jump. Hey, and the promoter, I know him super well. Awesome guy. Dude, I argue with him. I'm like, take it out. Shorten it 10 feet. You don't need to take it out. Yeah, you just literally need to shorten it five feet even. Yeah. Or just, lift yeah. it up or make the down landing a little yeah, safer. Yeah, because you're landing flat. All you need to do is make it a double. That tabletop, pull the tabletop to like the landing, make yeah. it gradual. You come down the hill, you have a nice little bottom there. Then and it's then safe. Wrap and then you it's go safe. right just over it. Nice step and easy. It'll be fine. It would yeah. be so, it would be simple. And then you can take that landing, just draw it out a little bit. Be easy. Yeah. Be simple landing's too flat too the top is a little yeah but how many people have gotten hurt on it <laughs> only, uh, only, Hall, Halstead. only one Halstead's face Halstead's only one that Robin, I know. Yeah. but that was three Dude, quarters I, every t- every I'm, time i'm just saying if you made it easier how many guys would try it how many yeah, intermediates then, yeah. how many juniors that's the problem we have that's with true. calgary we that's make true, everything right? too easy and yeah, then everyone true. everyone wants to try all the junior riders want to hit it that's true it's like the yeah 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 i mean yeah i guess so I just Quentin Robin like, got just pretty like messed up. I don't like he it either. On that jump, but it's it's hard for a reason. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we're professionals. We should. I don't know. Every time I was hitting that jump, I'm like just worried my bike's gonna lock up on him. Like, that would be bad. Dude, I was just like, that's the biggest fear. Mechanic, bro. What's that? You find a new mechanic. <laughs> I didn't have it. Oh, I had Paul Lavoie, but <laughs> dude, we're on a budget. We're building rebuilding bikes once a year. That's dude. definitely a fear, though mechanical yeah on that thing thing. even just like snapping a chain sky racing was tight budget kind (laughs) of stretch those chains out i don't i kind of want to hear about some sky racing talk right now (laughs) you want to hear about sky racing (laughs) oh shit me and al dick buddy no al's a good guy honestly he means well but all right wrap wrap it up wrap it up okay let's wrap this back back. back. what are we doing with this thing i don't know give away you guys guys how how do you want to do it um i don't know Anyone that listens to this, their best quote from either Dylan or Colt from the, from the night. Whoever can find Jared's house gets it. <laughs> yeah, whoever whoever <laughs> can come in here, <laughs> break in and steal it. Yeah, we don't we don't have the budget for shipping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whoever can, uh, yeah, think of the best. Whoever can listen to this whole thing and name the best quote from the night from these two guys. Uh, good leverage. Gets this. Fox goggles. Fox goggles. What are these main lines? Main events. Main event moto podcast. <laughs> Sweet. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah, fellas. thank you guys. That was a good time. Yeah. Good time. Good times. Thanks good for time. having us. Yeah, thank you. It's thank good. you. Ready, good. Guys, ready good to watch some supercross? Yeah, let's GTFO. Watch. Let's do it. Racing. There you go. Do I need bikes. some food. Yeah. Do, do you guys want to order some food? Um, we're buying you guys food if you guys want. Peace. Uh, I mean, thank I you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.